what's poppin'? The Drew and Mike Show rolling from the deals in the D.com studios with a world exclusive today. Coming up after the presenting sponsor from Hall Financial, our presenting sponsor. And the holidays can be very expensive. Credit card interest rates are ridiculous and going up. Hall Financial is here to help you become debt-free. Get a cash-out refi from Hall Financial. It's a great way to use the equity in your home to pay off high-interest credit card debt. Or maybe you just find those credit cards are overwhelming in January. Consider taking a little bit of cash out of your home and free yourself. There's a five-minute mortgage review with Hall Financial. It's all it takes to get you and your family in a better position this holiday season. Get money you need now with a cash-out refi from Hall Financial. 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And I don't know how many thousands of views we have. We were forced to tweet out the video that got Jason Carr fired, allegedly. Now we... Why is no one else doing any research on this story, by the way? Everybody is asking for this video. If you go to the Buzzboards, if you go to Reddit, if you go to all the forums, everybody wants to know where it's at, and it's gone. No, it's it's ridiculous. Why would this be so hard to get? It aired at 10 o'clock in the morning on Channel 4 in Detroit right? just a few days ago. Yeah. It shouldn't be that hard. Well, it isn't that hard because I got a copy of it from somebody close to the show. Who just happened to know somebody that watches that show and records it? Ah, wow. It's hard to believe, but well. (laughs) Anyway, it was, I have to admit, I was amused reading the the comments on Jason Carr because some people just really don't like him and they just love dismissing, he's such a zero. I'm so glad he's fired. You know, why did he ever work in TV anyway? And then you get these other people who are like, oh my God, I can't live without Jason Carr. Well, that's perfect, though. You got to have really strong feelings about well, yeah. an anchor. Honestly, I think he does more to set himself apart than most people on TV in this town. Yeah. Probably the great majority. Yeah, he's pretty unique. He has Once. something to say. Now, it might not be something right up your alley, but he tries. Arr. He's done a lot of stories, and I don't know. I just maybe I went to Buzzboard and I was told to go Arr. to Buzzboard. And mostly it's people saying, oh, he sucks, and he deserves it, and I'm so glad he's fired. And some, some people thought that they shouldn't have fired him. There's almost no way he wasn't going to get fired, though. I don't know how he <laughs> thought he was going to survive this. And I guess there's been a few incidents at Channel 4 already, but mm. when I went to Buzzboard, of course, I see there's a string on... Complaints about the Drew and Mike show. <laughs> There's a whole thread. The Drew and Mike. 96 now, complaints. Did you ignore it and just keep moving? Or I, no, I read them. I, read them. Go, I, I just did. Oh. I'm not usually. I haven't been on Buzzboard since. I swear. I bet it's been a couple of years. When's the last time we talked about Radio Buzzboard? Mm, we've mentioned them in the past, but. Not for a long time. There's probably some support on there. Right? Yeah, was there? there was a little bit, but except when it says complaints about is the headline, of course, people just tee off. <laughs> That's where everyone goes to complain. <laughs> and who are these fuck faces go, man, they talk about the bitch. You talked about the, the last season. I skipped the last season completely. It's something that comes up one season during the year. And if I'm following the show, that means maybe what, six, eight weeks of just like five minutes? Right. Stop whining. It ruins the whole show. Can you be current on your complaining? Yeah, please. Whiner. And also Andy Dick. Andy Dick has been on the show how many times in 2022? Maybe twice. He was at the very beginning of the year like once, and we couldn't get a hold of him. We gave up, 
And then we talked to him before I went to jail. So what? somebody said, oh, it's a great show, too. And they ruined it. Uh, he ruined the show by calling Andy. What the fuck? Are you telling me no one can understand or many people can understand that this person is very funny and quick on his feet? Yeah. I mean, give him that at least. And frequently in trouble. Well, yeah, that's so the thing. Is he's, I would call him probably the most hated man in all of Hollywood or the L.A. area. Really? Uh, I, I just think he's I- intriguing because he's always in trouble. Of some well, that's sort of. all my... Is he, my, is he hated? Oh, God, I think yeah. a lot of people hate him, but I think a lot of people, they don't hate him, and if they watch him, he can be very amusing. Yeah. I mean, uh, watching his old appearances on Conan and stuff, he was great. He's a great guy. So yeah. it's just an effort to mix up the show a little bit. Now, I'd love to have someone... Just make a pie and tell me what you want the content to be every day, and we'll follow the pie. How's that? <laughs> Since anything we introduce is a total disaster. That went really that. well. You, you should totally do that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> can we someone send out. a pie, please, and we'll follow the pie. <laughs> and if everyone likes the show, we'll just keep following the pie. But it's generally a new pie every day, and some things fall flat. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't think that many things fall flat, to be honest. If you like the show and you laugh at the same stuff that we do, which is usually how it works, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But sensitive. Jesus well, I got Christ. good news, though. The good news is the change.org petition to bring Jason Carr back to WDIV has eclipsed 200 signatures. Yes. That's right. We have 221 signatures of people who want to bring him back. I think we only need, I don't know, like 900 thousand nine hundred and <laughs> seven hundred something and then the white house will have to make a comment on it uh ninety nine thousand eight hundred how many does it have a hundred and two hundred and something two hundred and twenty one seven hundred seven hundred and seventy nine there we go thank you it's good at numbers guy i love numbers jim is a number jim and i we have a lot in common oh my god surprises so when you go to the comments cut. on the change.org the very uh the very first comment it it's, it, it'll be linked in the notes, and it's actually worth uh, worth checking out here. This is the very... Jason Cars. <laughs> I'm going to have to pot you down for a minute, though, because this Cars. is the first comment. It's Mass Day, bitches! <laughs> it's Mass Day, bitches! <laughs> what? It's Mass Day! What? It's Mass Day! What? Yeah! Yo! Yeah. Come on! It's Mass Day, bitches! Yo! Yeah, and the second uh, comment is, let's see, it's hard to golf when you have a full bowel. <laughs> I love it. The next comment in the change.org to bring Jason Carr back to WDIV is, don't wear that outfit again, <laughs> followed by, I'm in the cult, bro, followed by, followed by, I can't believe I'm bald. <laughs> it's all fans. And so then that's the way I grew up, that's the way I'm going to be. <laughs> Great and then drop. Mitch says, rehire this numb nut. Wow. Oh. And uh, Jack says, Detroit needs more cars. Look the way he's brought Numbnut back. Yeah. I want to bring back Basking, too, because oh. actually I want to bring Charlie Langdon on to bask in the glow of his story. Yeah. But then someone sent me a note the next day, and I think they just heard me say Basking, and the word rang in their head. They were angry because they met Jason Carr at a oh. diner. Yes. And a lot of people were talking to him, and they said he was clearly basking in it. <laughs> no. It really bugged them that he was such a basker. <laughs> Holding court. Was, that guy was hilarious. <laughs> as long as he's engaging, he can bask a little bit. But like, this dude yeah. refused to engage in any of the like praise that was that he was basking in on purpose. No, no, he he was not a he was not a Jason Carr basking fan. But <laughs> let's hear the audio. I think. I hear a little Bill Bonds in the delivery. I don't know why. Really? Tell me if you see, hear the same thing. And I don't mean he's bombed or something, but hmm. 
He just looks like an older guy who's going off a little bit, and it's kind of fun. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I didn't mind it. I really didn't. didn't bother me a bit. I don't know Edrod Cassidy. And I will say this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a little bit real here for a second. And I pull no punches, and I, I offer no apologies. Can't see his eyes. There's somebody that used to work here who no longer does. Right. No secret at all that this person and I, uh, oil and water, did right. not care for one another in the slightest. In fact, I uh, pretty much one of the worst human beings I, I feel like I've ever met in my life. <laughs> right. I would see you talking to this person and be like, I wanted to like rescue you like or, or, or like somehow take you aside and go he's not worth your breath he's not worth your time right but that's not my i mean that's you know that's between you and the universe right, right. you know right i can't control you can't control him that's, that's right he needs a haircut <laughs> i feel it who said that's right? It should be canceled. And I know. <laughs> I I know. Huh. Who's that? I have never liked anybody less in my entire human life oh on this God. planet in 52 years than our recently departed coworker. Yeah, right. And when I say recently departed, I mean I he no longer works here. Yeah. Well, he I should move on because I, I I could say some stuff. He's fucking. You yes. You already did. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Who said who said right or well, look right here when the video starts? There's this guy he's talking to. I don't know if with it's a pro- mask on. It's with a no producer or what? Is he fired? He should be fired. If Jason Carson be fired. He has to be fired. <laughs> Either keep them both or fire them both. <laughs> I want you to start a petition. <laughs> I think it should be a running bid about how much he hates Everett Cassidy. Wouldn't that? I mean, I would tune in. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna start totally a great bid going off on Everett Cassidy, and Everett could start volleying back from Chicago. Yeah. Ever hit sing about it? What is it about Evrod? <laughs> Did you guys ever work with someone that you hated that much? No. Um, yes. No. I don't think I've hated anyone that much. Not that much. I've worked with people I hated about certain things or at certain times, but never anybody that I couldn't stand to go to work and be around that person. And it carries over when they're even gone. Why do have- I hate you? Because I hate you. Drew, you've lived a, a blessed life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying people didn't piss me off. I just mean I, there was nobody whose personality was just so impossible to digest. In radio? I have actual audio of Drew leaving 105.1. You guys are all little pieces of shit. And right now, I hate every one of you. I forgot, I forgot 105.1. Okay, let me process 105.1 for a minute. Wait, you know, I should process uh, 96FM. I should process KMXX in Phoenix. Well, if you can't think of them right away, there's like one or two people I could probably think of. Okay, you can think of people on my behalf that you think I hate? No, 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 for me. If you think there's someone I really hate, write them down and I'll I'll reconsider. Oh. (laughs) I hate you! You're a failure as a person! Jim's reaching for a pen. Yeah. <laughs> must be somebody. Can't, see you, you big fat can't wait turd. to see what the thought in his head is. Who am I not thinking of? Trudy, who do you hate so much? Oh, um, tell us. Spill. Um, no, that wouldn't be hatred. Okay. That, I felt sorry for him. <laughs> I hate you so I didn't. much. I just want to smash your face. <laughs> because of his lack of abilities, I felt bad for him. Uh, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. I don't feel that bad for him. <laughs> oh, that's, okay. is that yours? Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Trudy oh. revealed hers to us. Oh. 
Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh man. I had no idea. Yeah, one of them. Oh, I, you didn't have it. See us in person and we'll tell you. <laughs> one of them I, um, yeah, I know you told me a few things about one of them that I kind of made me hate them. Well, you know, being. <laughs> that ship has sailed. Being on the, on the like end of the story is one thing, but working day to day is just so. Oh, okay. That's yours, Jim? Oh, that's my big Oh, job. you would go public with that, wouldn't you? I don't no reason it's passed. I don't even want to think about it. It just fires me up thinking of that name. <laughs> <laughs> me too. That's why when you so send miserable. me, occasionally Drew the, will send me um, like uh, social media postings from one of those two individuals. And it's, I am so triggered the entire day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, here's mine. Here's mine. Ready? Every look. <laughs> Mark. Yeah, get out of here. Mark. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love you, Mark. Aww. <laughs> um, no, I don't think I've ever been that angry where I would pop off. You know what? Know. There's there was a PD in Phoenix that I yeah, pretty much hated this guy. He fired me. He got me fired. I and you. he also took my job. Ooh. And Zip and I went on vacation and he had us cut these promos like, hey, we'll catch you when we get back next week, which is like, oh. we never do promos like that. What the Late fuck is that? Tickard, yeah! I just thought that was weird. And he had just done this. And there's some awful PDs out there. Uh, yeah. He had, there were two marks that worked at the station, one in afternoon drive and one in overnights, and they were best friends. So he fired the afternoon guy and told him he could have his best friend's job in the overnight if he wanted to stay. Oh, my God, what and a he, dick. He thought that was funny. He was telling me about that, oh. Zip and I about that, going, isn't that hilarious? He can either bump his best friend or he's out the door. <laughs> he thought that was really <laughs> cool. Asshole. What? An, oh, my God. Wow. That was a dick move. So then uh, when we got blown out, he took the morning show with Lisa Malay and L.A.Y. Lisa was nice. And that show's horrible. Mm -hmm. It was the most generic kind of radio <laughs> that he believed in. Sounds hot. No and creativity, no second out of the box or anything. Not that uh, that losing me was the worst thing that ever happened to station, but they did sell it like a year later. So and that show probably well. didn't do that well. <laughs> no, it did not. Very... Lost. Uh, I will say this about the audience that that we drew: it was a very loyal audience, and it was growing. And the Gulf War mm -hmm. bit us in the ass a little bit because everyone AMs yeah jumped excuse and yeah. FMs went down. Yeah, so then the book <laughs> after. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, they use it as an excuse in the music day parts. You must oh, I guess so said, pissed at Saddam Hussein. Oh, Drew and Mike lost half the fucking audience, so of course the rest of the station lost the audience. Why is it our fucking fault? <laughs> no, when it's the rest of the day, well, that's the war, you know. Right. Drew and Mike in the morning, that's their problem. Anyway, uh, the book afterwards, when the war ended, we did very well, and then there was another book coming after that, and those numbers had not come out yet, and I was shocked that they decided that before those numbers came out because they were coming out in like two weeks. So, of course, after being blown out, those numbers were really, really good mm. to the point that people were going, hey, are they going to hire you back? Wow. And I knew they wouldn't, of course. And nope. he, he drove it into the ground with his drivel, <laughs> his drivel. And I still remember the meeting Sunday, uh, go to the answering machine because this is, let's see, 91. And... Uh, uh, Drew, there's an important meeting at the station at 5 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, you So Zip and I were like, okay, we're blown out. It's over. <laughs> Did we you go? It was over. Yeah, we went. Did you go? I wouldn't have gone. Well, we had to find I out. Fucking I mean, no, so just tell me. Sounds like you still hate this guy. What if he was getting a raise? You I do kind of hate him. <laughs> um, 
But the okay, the the big presentation, <laughs> the firing, they felt they had to make. They had a, a case. presentation like yeah, an Excel or not Excel. I'm like, PowerPoint. just forget it. We know we're fired. I don't have to hear why. Doesn't matter. You're not going to change your mind, right? No. Okay, then why do I need to hear this? Because the first thing was they claimed at a focus group hearing Ugh. that someone claimed that Zip and I had an, an eight-year-old girl on the phone, and we asked her to take her pants off. What? It was like, no, that was we didn't, never did anything. But the perception is that you did. No. You're fired. That was, that was the answer. That, that's the perception that you have, though, in the community. Is that you would do something. It doesn't matter if you did or not. Perception is reality. Oh, they were straining to do that's some fucking explaining. bullshit. I said, that was Bob Bo's Bell at KSLX. Well, apparently people perceive you the same way. I want them to become what? unemployable. No, they were somebody who's fucking not paying attention. That's not my fault. <laughs> That's a complete That's idiot. A what are you doing having them in a focus group? They weren't looking at 101.7 or whatever their frequency was going, oh my God, Drew's asking someone to take their pants off and they're only eight. No, they weren't fucking paying attention. Or somebody told them the wrong thing. It was stupidity. It's not my fucking fault. Wow. <laughs> Fuck you. I hate everybody! <laughs> <laughs> Do you, um, have you looked that person up? No, I haven't. But I heard a funny story about him. Uh. He, was, he was programming in Norfolk. And somebody contacted me because they knew I had worked with him. Uh-huh. And they said, eh, there's a weird thing going on. There's a show open at this station in Norfolk. And they asked me to interview. He's like... <laughs> Uh, okay. And the program director is Steve LeBeau. <laughs> Steve LeBeau. Yeah. Well, you know, I said, it was a long time ago. I wasn't a big fan, but, you know, it's worth it. Yeah, but um, when they asked me to come on the day, they didn't, they didn't make any arrangements for me. And, I, and so I called him and he said, oh, we're not going to pay for you to come in. It's not a guarantee you're getting the job. He's like, but it's a seven-hour drive. <laughs> they said, well, if you want the job, you'll get here <sighs> for the interview. And so he's like... I said, don't go. Fuck him. Yeah. Do not go. Yeah. Should have zoomed in. Wow. <laughs> God, I hate that. I hate There's no worse person on this earth. <laughs> in my 52 years. <laughs> we have time to call Sween Dog before Skin. Sweens. Skin's in about eight minutes. Um, we could call Sweeney. He's try, all try Sweeney. Just see the, the answers. I mostly want to discipline. Him. I mostly want to chew him out. I want to roll now. Oh, he's been doing interviews with CNN and BuzzFeed, but he's missing our calls. I was, I was texting him with him yesterday, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll come on." But he's always he no. Says he that. said he'd come on three days ago, blew us off, and then said, uh, "Oh, well, something changed." So what, you can't text Brandon, so we have to call him during the show multiple times. I to will find defend out. him. He had a busy day no, because. Don't. All of, his, all of his jets. Just like Steve LeBeau. All 25 of his, tw- of his Twitter <laughs> accounts, including his personal Twitter, Twitter account, have been suspended. And I don't care. Just call him. Okay. I thought they we're came a tight back. show. Didn't he add him back? <laughs> we're a tight show. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a tight show. Skin's got his top 10 nude scenes from... I watched a couple of them. Pretty good scenes. I gotta say. Yeah. I mean, I don't... One of them is, the, is new from White Lotus. So just watch that. Oh, Mark said it's a good scene. There's a lot of nudity in that, including Uncle Rico. Oh, Uncle Nude? Rico? Jack? Nude? His Nude. butt. Oh, okay. Sweens. You're going to get... But Uncle was... Rico's butt made skin stop too? Yeah, but there was some frontal, too. So oh. it's pretty nice, too. Frontal wiener? Yeah. Uncle Rico? Not Uncle Rico. A okay. different oh, okay. guy. A hot guy. You're going to have to yell at Sweeney on this voice. Your call has Uh-oh. been forwarded to an automated Sweeney! voice messaging system. Three. Sweeney is PHBHing. He really is. <laughs> I think Sweeney's overwhelmed. He's not available. 
At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Swing, <laughs> swing dog. Swing dog, it's a Drew and Mike show. You are being a PHBH, which is a term <laughs> our audience has come up with, well, actually for me, but I'm transferring it to you. Power hungry big head. <laughs> we called you, Brandon made arrangements with you, and then you wouldn't answer because something changed. Couldn't you just tell Brandon that you couldn't come on? You're forgetting about your roots, Jack. We were there before anybody. Come on, Jack. We've Give always been there. I mean, we're, we've just started a petition that's getting a guy rehired at Channel 4 here in Detroit because the power <laughs> of our petition. So you never know, man. Come on, Jack. Get it together. We're not going to beat Jack. you up. We were trying to help you. Remember with babes and stuff? That's right. Because you're a young guy. You need a little tutelage. I wanted to be your mentor. We are Team Sweeney on this one. We are anti-Elon Trump on this story. Anti-Elon Trump? We are, I'm sorry, we are... Say Elon Trump? Did I say that? We are pro... Uh-oh. Pro Jack Sweeney, anti-Elon Musk. Excuse me. Autopilot. All right, Sweens. Talk to you later, dude. I hope, I hope, you, uh, hope you call back. I, I hate to take any further steps. <laughs> Eventually leading to the nothing that I can do about it. <laughs> All right. So, let's see. We got skin coming up, so we better get moving here. Hey, did you see GMAC Cash on Jimmy Kimmel? I didn't. What's that about? Oh, he won the he won the best viral video of 2022 um, because well the slide did and so they had him on to perform the song oh, the giant slide song the dangerous slide that people <laughs> fly giant slide, yeah yeah so that video made it and and they brought him on and he he's like in his pistons gear and it was it was pretty cool pretty 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 cool. where's the video it's on uh, Kimmel oh, I can't see it it's playing. That's the song I had. I'm going to have to pull it up. Yeah. yeah. Oh. The live okay. performance is, is very cool. Was but, the song that good? Well, the song is funny. You've listened okay. to the song, haven't you? Yeah, I remember you it. Break your back on this live. I, I remember people were really <laughs> pumped about it, and I don't think I had quite the same excitement level. Really? So. You didn't like Seeing, the slide video, though? I, I, yeah, I did like the video. Well, that That's why I was looking for the video, because I didn't think the song was that special. But, of course, people listening cannot see the video. Yeah, but Detroit but had describe a huge, it. like, huge... I don't know. I thought it was it was really. He's cool. had some hits. I Didn't mean, he have a new one recently. Significant. Was... He did one about Big Gretch. The Lions. Did he do one about the Lions? Oh, he's got he a has. couple about the Lions. He's, he's got a some about coronavirus. Big Gretch. Gretch did, which was something that he was doing basically to promote her for the election. What's the Michigan travel organization. Lions won on strike. Wow. We going on strike. That was a good one. Oh, that's right. You know those ads they do to travel in Michigan. Yeah, pure Michigan. He did pure Michigan. Yeah, he did a few of those. Did he really? He did yeah. yeah. I think he's pretty cool. Real. Yeah, the holidays are here, and our studio sponsors, Zot Ford and Deals in the D.com, have the perfect gift for you and all the loved ones on your list. Not only do they have a healthy selection of new vehicles in stock and ready to go home with you today, but they also have holiday cash. Making these deals the best of the year, but as Santa knows, Zot's jolly inventory won't last long. So the sooner you get here, the better your selection. And when the holidays are gone, so is the once a year holiday cash deal. Or if you decide to custom order your next new Ford instead of driving one home off the lot, you can lock in your holiday cash plus a $1,000 rebate and 3.9% financing. So go see Santa's Little Elf at Zot Ford in Holly, where they make buying and leasing simple, fun, fast, and easy, and get the gift that keeps on giving the brand new Ford of your dreams. See details and surf their jolly inventory at dealsinthed.com. And Lady Jane's, when you need that... um, for the Christmas pictures haircut, come there for an award-winning experience. 
course, a beautiful haircut and register for once in a lifetime opportunity to win a down payment on your dream home. Up to $200,000. Lady Jane's open seven days a week. Walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. And if you're facing a big financial decision like new home, new car, cosmetic something, it's important to know how this decision could affect your current and future financial goals. Luke Dimwacki and his team at MFC Pinnacle Wealth Strategies can help you plan for all your financial goals today and into the future. Call Luke today at 248-663-4748 for a complimentary consultation to see if your plan aligns with your goals. Securities and Investment Advisory Services through a Royal Alliance member of NIRS, SAPC. Royal Alliance Associates uh, Inc. is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, product services reference here in the point of Royal Alliance Associates Inc. And Legacy Partners. I just had a great experience with them last night. It's trying to help a, fan, a, f- a friend get into healthcare, and they have a guy for that. Oh, yeah. So you figure out how to get into the um, healthcare.gov site and what to pick and what to do and how to navigate it and all those things. Oh, I, I'm going to need their help, I guarantee Barber. it. <laughs> They have a guy for that, and they have a guy for, of course, your home and your auto, and also small business insurance. If you're 64 or older and you need to reach out to Legacy, find out how they can help you with Medicare for no charge. Don't get scammed. Just call them during open enrollment and, uh, you know, get on the phone with Legacy to get into the right plan and ignore all those tele- telemarketers. They're independent, so they shop all the carriers for your insurance to help you find the best deal. And when you get their quote, you'll be mad at the current insurance carrier. So call them at 586-209-4106. And if you call them, you can get into Maz's pool <laughs> for the $50 gift card. So call or go to Legacy Partners. Tell them what that you heard it here. 586-209-4106. All right. Um, Skin's actually at 5.30, so... Oh, oh he is? Why is? Yeah, he's at 5.30. Got time. Why is he even at 5? What's wrong with me? Oh, wow. Uh, somebody chalk this up, please, on the Detroit Radio buzz board. <laughs> mistake. Drew oh, getting times wrong. You can't tell time. <laughs> you know what else? Mike Clark was the whole show! Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was... Seriously, everybody gets pounded in there. Uh, I don't want to so, I usually I usually don't like it because I prefer to take the pounding. Mm-hmm. I, bring it on! I'm bulletproof. Sure. Go ahead. So when people rag on other people and imply that they apply the same thing they apply to me, like all he does is talk about The Bachelor when they do that about the other people, it makes me just as pissed. Uh Aw. And Carl was getting a pounding on there. Oh, my God. (laughs) Carl and I think Eli a couple times. Was that recently, too? That was one of the best Carl appearances I've heard in a long time. Definitely recently. In fact, we just had Carl on followed by Charlie Langton. And people were shitting all over Charlie Langton. How can they shit on What did Charlie Langton do? Charlie's been on the show like three times in the entire time of the show. Right. What the fuck? And Carl, someone at the end said, but I heard Drew say that he's only going to have Carl on every other week now. It's like, he's always been on every other week. He was never on all the time. He's not on all the time. And does he really destroy that show? Is that show just complete and left in devastation? It's like... Uh, Nagasaki or Hiroshima once Carl comes on the scene <laughs> or if anything about Carl is discussed like Stuttering John. Oh, I don't Stuttering John. I don't care about Stuttering John. Come on, Carl! Oh, but there's a lot of people that like Carl, too. I know there they're are. They're not as loud. They're not as vocal ever. Well, Get someone... Going, Carl! <laughs> someone pointed out he did sell out the magic Yeah. Bag. So people <laughs> sold out paying to see his show. So well, I They think just it's came not... to see you. That's where I met my doppelganger. That's right. Carl brought us together. 
That's all we talk about, too, is your doppelganger, Tracy. That's another problem on the show. But, okay, Carl, you're right. He was fantastic this week. Yeah. The Gallagher-Mark Marin thing. I'm still not over it. Did you hear it? No, I haven't heard it yet. I honestly want to listen again because it reminded it really me funny. of the interview you guys had back in the day when you called. <laughs> I mean, I know you talked about it, but it was he was just so pissy the whole time. That was like something I love to play during Best Of. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah. that was really... But Gallagher... Okay, first of all, I called him by his brother's name. <laughs> right got things off to a, You called him Ron. A very bad start. <laughs> And then this whole business of his brother was going out doing shows as Leo Gallagher. Yep. They were just saying, Gallagher, coming to Des Moines. And they wouldn't explain that it was Gallagher's lookalike brother who could apparently do the show and no one knew the difference. Really? So wow. when we talked to Gallagher, he was suing his brother who decided, I'm not just doing the small markets. I'm just as good as my brother. I am Gallagher. <laughs> and he started booking markets he wasn't supposed to book, which is pretty funny. I mean, the whole story is pretty funny. So I, I think this is the way it went. I believe I was telling Gallagher that I thought he had unleashed a monster when he permissed him to do any markets. That that was kind of bullshit anyway. Yeah. And so he didn't like that. And, and the way he talks, it's, it's just funny hearing him mad. I don't know. My is. memory is right when he said, like you said, you go. Like he hadn't even Playoffs. spoken a word. Don't you just go, Ron. Playoffs? You're right. That's my brother that I'm suing right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sure Dan Evans is going to send it in any minute now, and I'll tack it on to the end of the show. But Gallagher, he's entertaining when he's upset. Yeah. Because Carl has the show with Pauly Shore talking to Gallagher, and he's so mad at Pauly Shore, who's the worst interviewer. I've never heard Gallagher not mad. Other than his specials, right? I guess I haven't. It was he was kind of not mad when he was repeating jokes to Mark Marin. You know, like how can I eat Jenny Craig with Mary Kay on my face? <laughs> Which <laughs> is that really? Is that something the gay community was really upset no, with? I think they tell the same joke. How does Mark Marin feel about Eddie Murphy in Raw and Eddie Murphy and a lot of his early stand up? Would he would he just berate Eddie Murphy if he got him on his podcast? That's a good question. That's a fair question. Fuck Mark Marin. I don't think he would. I think he might go there briefly, but the reason he pounded and pounded Gallagher was because it was Gallagher, because easy. his best days are behind him. He's an old guy who had his success a long time ago, so yeah, I'll just go full in on this guy. And the idea that Gallagher is con was such a big contributor to the the movement again, uh, towards homophobia and white supremacy or whatever he was trying to say, what the fuck? He was never that big! And he I could get he, he smashed fruit. And 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 Marin's a bully then for picking on him. Like he should be called out for that. I, th I thought he was a kind of a bully. And honestly, if I was Marin, he must be proud of that. I would have never played that after the guy died. Yeah, well, like I told you, um, Mark Marin always plays a repeat of any guest he had when previously they when they die. But if if the guest idea. right there, yeah. if the guest was shown in a horrible light, is that really a nice thing to do? Isn't that kind of like the Lila? Sorry. Is that kind of like the girl at the Washington Post? Trudy, apologize I'll for pick that. her up. <laughs> well, there was, it's, she's growling because I'm ignoring her. Oh. The uh, Washington Post lady who had to tweet oh. the minute Kobe died yeah, about his ra the rape, all of the depositions in the rape trial, which he was cleared of. Yeah. Is that kind of the same thing? I Not quite. Say, yeah, but. in a way. Similar. Anyway, uh, Carl is extremely prepared. He has lots of content. And he's, most importantly, he's funny to me. Now, I assume that we share a lot of the same sense of humor because you, most people have been here a long, long time. So is it really 
I mean, unless there's some incredible outpouring of hatred, I always figure, uh, well, I, I think we share a lot of the same things in common in terms of humor. So, I don't know. I, I thought his last performance was fantastic. I think he's had a lot of great days on the show. In fact, there's a, there's been a few weeks where I thought Carl was the best thing all week. Shit. Shit. Yesterday I did the Drew and Mike show. Some people like it, some people don't, whatever. <laughs> well, so he gets it too. In fact, I saw I saw on his Reddit page there was a whole Reddit thread about oh, are people over ragging him. Mike. Yeah, yeah, it happened. What were they ragging him for? Is because when people say he talks too loud or something like that, I feel like if it's something like that, I I mean, why aren't they listening to the content? But it seems like usually it's um, I don't care about all these podcasts. That's well, popular culture. To. I mean, that's pop culture, right? But that's the idea is not that. Carl's going to review every podcast, so you can decide whether to listen to every podcast. No, he's looking for humor in transforming the content to yep. show you what is so horrific or unprepared or ironic about it, and I think he's really good at it. And this podcast is long. I don't have time to ever listen to Carl, so I appreciate <laughs> hearing him once a week and going, I, you know, I want to listen to more. What's every two weeks? Well, it's not every two weeks. Yes, it is. <laughs> It, it, you actually it, did make that change? No, not Carl's you. always been on every two weeks. Are you serious? Yes, I am. Are you serious? You're just like one of the people on Buzzboard, Jim. I think Jim Bentley wrote to Buzzboard. <laughs> I thought he was on three times a week. <laughs> Are you serious? And Stuttering John, what was happening with Stuttering John, if we did a poor job of explaining that to the audience, I will take the blame for that. But I think if you had any idea what was going on with Stuttering John in this ba battle back and forth, I mean, we love what celebrities are fighting. Yeah. Like Jason Carr and Channel 4, we love that, but <laughs> for some reason when it's Stuttering John and Carl, there's no interest whatsoever because you hate both of them, so therefore nothing can be funny. And Stuttering John just sounds funny to me. The, just him speaking, he sounds like such a dope. And yeah, that, yeah. No, that I agree. Accent, and it's just, it makes me laugh just hearing him talk. Well, I think the, the fact that there's so, so, so many podcasts and so, so, so many of the hosts, even the ones that are very well known who are just trying to pick up a paycheck, hearing someone so incredibly unprepared, <laughs> there's something really funny about it to me. And maybe it's just too inside for people to understand. It's funny, Scott, because you and I have never heard of Drew and Mike. <laughs> like Larry King. Larry was funny because, he, and whether he was prepared Larry King or not, was always he came up. funny. It was great, but he wasn't prepared, was he? No. He was horribly prepared. People <laughs> love that bit. The Jerry Drew, Seinfeld. Drew and Mike, who I don't know. With him was the best. When Jerry called him out, like, do you even know who I am? <laughs> it was one of the funniest things. You know, now that I think about it, did we ever get complaints about playing Larry King stuff? I don't remember getting I complaints about that. You'd never know, because they would have had to have typed That's all out you a, ever talked about. a letter. Well, I would think it would be a, one of those, all you talk about is Larry King. Exactly. You would think that would have been question. heard somewhere Come. along the line. But you're right. Back then... <laughs> God, it was so nice when people didn't, yeah. it wasn't so easy to complain. They couldn't complain. Last time I checked, it was my show. You could just assume everything was great. <laughs> yeah. It was so much easier. Yeah. Where was your mother? Less email. You didn't look at all the email, did you? No, no, and I did. That's I a good didn't. thing. But, but honestly, when people have a complaint, I'm usually pretty interested because they're clearly wrong. So I like figuring out why they're wrong. No, I'm kidding. No, sometimes if you, get, if you get a certain number of people complaining about the same thing, you have to examine it, especially in the old days when everybody didn't complain about everything. But when everyone complains about everything, it's really hard to figure out what, if anything, is wrong. Right. Because everyone complains about, okay, obviously The Bachelor is the worst thing ever. Ever, ever, ever. Talking about The Bachelor is the most horrible thing. 
Uh, in fact, I heard people rag Howard about it. Really? But, yeah, Howard's talked about The Bachelor. He talks about The Bachelor every year. Yeah, and he's invested. He, they, he makes bets with Jimmy Kimmel on who's going to win and stuff like that. So they cover it a lot. Well, ABC has a lot of interest in promoting The Bachelor. What I've always liked about your coverage is you pick out the funniest shit, and then we just do a quick recap of it. I don't think yeah, we've I, ever spent 45 minutes on it, though. I think I'm carlizing. <laughs> I was carlizing The Bachelor. I was picking out... No, you're Drewizing. He's Drewizing. That's right. Carl's stealing from me. He is. I, I like that. the way this conversation's going. I hate that Carl guy. Write a complaint to the Drew and Mike page on uh, <laughs> Buzz Radio Buzzboard. Buzzboard. Do you ever look at Buzzboard? Drew? Nope, nope, no. Nope. You, sh- you shouldn't. Do okay. not. Bad. But who are these people? Because they are a unique breed, aren't they? I think that they're old school radio folk because they were in in television and. Uh, and, and maybe some of them have some previous industry experience. I think yep. a lot of them do. And yeah, I think they have an idea of something that's going on, but they never get the full story. They should start their own station because they have all the answers. They do, and they definitely have some insiders in Buzzboard because they do know some shit. Yeah. I read some shit, and they're going, oh, my God, I know that. They didn't get the Jason Carr video. We did. That's true. <sighs> well, when do we get to see it? Oh, there's one. There was, oh, God. Oh, oh we've already I seen need it. to Sorry. forget Don't. I read this. Somebody said, Drew's just doing the county fair circuit now. <laughs> the what? The county fair circuit. The county fair circuit. <laughs> That's how far my career has fallen. That I'm doing the county fair circuit. Oh, how about this, Drew? You didn't read this. I've really come to enjoy Eli's segments. They're brief enough to not drag, not drag, but long enough to get everyone everything get covered that needs to be. Drew is great. He's a smart guy and knows his shit, which is why it baffles me. Why he allows Carl to hijack? <laughs> oh, I love that. Person. I had no idea that was coming. I was like, "Oh, this looks like a good one." No, there's there are some com- nice comments in there. The funny <laughs> thing was, I I started going through it, and then I said, "Okay, slow down. Just read them one by one. It's not. It's 96 people who I think are. They seem very bitter, don't they? Yes. Why are these? Why are people on Buzzboard so bitter? Have they all been fired by media? Is that what's going on? Probably. Oh, this thread started in April, too. Yeah. It's been going on. It's, been going, yeah. it's a long-standing thread. What is the biggest thread on there? What are people most bitchy about? Oh, it's in- definitely Ron Cameron. The, the, Ron Cameron? Yeah, they love Ron Cameron's show. I think they've. this is like their what? fourth or fifth thread, oh, and it, it, it reaches 999 pages. But they analyze Ron Cameron's weekend show. Ron Cameron has show. rarely even made it into the ratings at all, ever. No, There's no, almost 12,000 replies to this. And that's like the second or third one because they maxed out the last one. So what they do, they love Ron Cameron, who's the former sports guy. He's still a current sports guy, I guess, but he buys time at one of these Should we stations. have Ron Cameron on? Would that solve all our problems? We had him on in uh, No Filter Sports. It did not give our ratings a bump. <laughs> was he good? <laughs> it probably added to some of these comments. I remember that was controversial I within the, the show. I think the best part about that interview was that Bob Page and Denny McLean had they had so much uh, experience with him and so many memories of him, and so that part was fun. But okay, well, I tell you what we should do since um, Skin is a half hour later than I was thinking. We should do the boner line. Knock it out. And we have a new Boner Line sponsor, too, which Correct. I am so psyched about this sponsor. You're not going to believe who our new sponsor is. This sponsor is incredible. They're this, paying a lot of money, too. Yep. And I think that every single person after listening to this commercial should go out and purchase this. And uh, just because of the, the support of the Boner Line. It's timely, too. Very timely. All right. Here we go, guys. This is real, by the way. Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump. 
Hopefully your favorite president of all time, better than Lincoln, better than Washington, with an important announcement to make. I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection right here and right now. They're called Trump Digital Trading Cards. These cards feature some of the really incredible artwork pertaining to my life and my career. It's been very exciting. You can collect your Trump digital cards just like a baseball card or other collectibles. Here's one of the best cards. Each card comes with an automatic chance to win amazing prizes like dinner with me. I don't know if that's an amazing prize, but it's what we have. (laughs) Or golf with you and a group of your friends at one of my beautiful golf courses, and they are beautiful. I'm also doing Zoom calls, a one-on-one meeting, Uh, autographing memorabilia, and so much more. We're doing a lot. My official Trump digital trading cards are $99, which doesn't sound like very much for what you're getting. Buy one and you will join a very exclusive community. It's my community. And I think it's something you're going to like and you're going to like it a lot. They also make perfect gifts. So you can buy them so with your credit card or crypto. All Zoom you call. need is an email address. <laughs> Go to collecttrumpcards.com and buy your Trump digital trading cards right now before they are all gone, and they will be gone. This is my first official Trump trading card NFT collection, and you get a chance to meet me. Go to collecttrumpcards.com right now, and remember, Christmas is coming, and this makes a great Christmas gift. A digital Trump card? Wait, that's real? This is real. Yes, that's real. Trudy, so for the last couple days, Trump has gone on to Truth Social and he's had other- Big announcement. Uh, things where he, yeah, major announcement coming. Uh-huh. Major announcement coming. So today, this morning, <laughs> this drops and I blew it off. I was like, that's a deep fake. No way it's real. Yeah. And then slowly the Hill picked up on it and the Daily Beast and all these different websites. I'm like, holy shit, well, I this s- is real. I saw that part of it in the tease with him tearing his shirt open and the like- Marbled. These are sold beneath it. Is that's, that's his chest. Photoshops. That's his chest. Oh my god. These are horrible <laughs> photoshops. Like I do a better job on our crappy uh, cover pages uh, pictures every single day. That's yeah. how bad these photoshops are. And somehow he's selling them for ninety nine dollars. How did? <laughs> what a nice picture that is. Look at that. Can you, can you believe that Trump has just stumbled into NFTs, <laughs> which everyone knows are complete ripoff scam, have no value whatsoever. Look at Melania these told him about it. They're coming back it. now. What if this drives that entire cool. market? Well, that's why he says he brings the ratings up everywhere he goes. So we need to find out what it. What do we have to buy to get a Zoom call? Hmm. Okay, I'm looking for it. We it, don't have to talk about the election or January 6. We can just talk about how great he is and I his think cards need, and his NFTs. And I think we just need to buy a card for ninety nine dollars, and we're entered to win one of the many. Oh prizes. fuck that! I know. I, I know. How do we jump the line? I'm trying to figure that out right now. All right. Well, we better do the boner line. Yeah, because um, it is brought to you by... <laughs> yeah, Trump NFTs. CollectTrumpCards.com. What, what a great yeah. deal. Collect them all, trade them all. And they're digital. You don't have to keep track of an actual thing. That's true. It's so great. It makes it so easy. 20966 boner. You can call it and you can text it. You can send links. And uh, if you want to sponsor it when Trump backs out, uh, contact Wait, us. And you now I have to listen it. to complainers on the boner line after reading the... <laughs> Detroit Radio Buzzboard? I don't think there's any complaints on this okay, one. Good. Hey guys, I never make the boner line, but figured today I might have a shot. Or maybe not. <laughs> I have a new sponsor for the boner line. I think it should be Gas X. Brandon, are you okay? 
I'll be fine. Drew, what happened to your immunity? You used to have so much immunity. It's killing you. You were oozing immunity. I am. Just don't worry about it. I it's it. gone. It's gone. Just don't no, worry about it. No, it's good now because I got COVID. Hey, it's Drew. Hey, Drew. I heard you got COVID. That sucks. When I had it the last time, I did order some ivermectin off of Amazon <laughs> using your portal. Thank you. And it seemed to really help me and my family. It's not available because if you try it once, you will die. Your face will melt off and your children will weep over your exploded body. Hey, Brandon, I just wanted to call and tell you that I also thought that I was immune to COVID. Also, my fiance as well. We both didn't get it at all through the whole COVID deal until a month ago. Then we both got it the same fucking time. So... You never know. Shit happens. Ah, you ain't dead. I was at the Killer Cares thing, and I did not catch COVID, but I uh, contracted herpes. You should get tested, bro. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, I was at the Killer Cares event and did get COVID, and I'm with Mark. I'm going to go ahead and throw out the accusation that Drew, in fact, was the COVID skank. Fuck We're that. full of diseases. AIDS! What's Drew's obsession with double anal? <laughs> He's mentioned it about, like, ten times in the last month. Why double anal? The butt is an orifice, okay? You guys went through the top 50 TV theme songs and I didn't hear Space Ghost on there. Sounds kind of nerdy. Well, that's a I jam. Here, one of my favorite all-time shows, All in the Family. Where the fuck was that? Boy, the way it was in there, wasn't it? Way. I thought so. I think it was. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. Oh, Sonny, those were crazy times. Yeah, it used to be a show. When you guys were talking about all of the TV show theme songs, the best of list, where the fuck was South Park and Knight Rider? <laughs> those should have definitely been in the top five. <laughs> Where was Magnum P.I.? Where's the $6 million man? Why is Family Guy always jobbed in every list? You did a list about a month or so back about the top TV shows, never on there. And what about The Incredible Hulk? Just curious why those were missed in that list. Sad. You're playing the top theme songs from TV, and I'm on the uh, Star Trek one right now can we turn on the bat light for uh dan evans and find that gay star trek thing with all the sound clips put together to make them sound like they're gay please you don't really want to hurt me do you put that thing away no i don't think so well us some quick ah! entry made by second officer spock ah! possible they might have hit the wrong entry point yes if you'll excuse the intrusion, Captain. Barry the Hatcher. An appropriate choice of terms, Captain. <laughs> Looks like it's just lacerations to the rectum. Mark, I gotta agree with you. That emancipation. What, what a, a piece, piece of shit movie. movie. I was very disappointed. Will Smith can kiss my ass. My disappointment is immeasurable. And my day is ruined. Fuck Will Smith. Yeah, I think you guys missed the most important aspect of the Mrs. Kissinger phone call. Hello. Um, yes, uh, doc Dr. Dr. Kissinger, please. And that was that 99-year-old Henry Kissinger was out on the town at 630, 645 <laughs> at night. Couldn't he be home in bed? I'm going to go out to the bars and get some pussy. Got it separated at birth. The old drop 
somebody talking to Drew saying, Okay, Mr. Lane. Okay, Mr. Lane. That soundbite <laughs> and Henry Kissinger's wife saying, Okay, Dr. Lane. Dr. Lane. Okay, Dr. Lane. Okay, Mr. Lane. Okay, Mr. Lane. <laughs> a quick uh, audio separated at birth. You were playing some audio clips of some old guy talking about how he wanted to beat somebody up with a 2 by 4 and shoot him in the head. I'd like to take a 2 by 4 and I'd like to beat the fucking shit out of him. That guy, audio separated at birth with Mayor Fouts from Warren. Duh. Yeah, those guys sound quite a bit alike. Bruh, we know. I could easily get a gun. Dude, can we talk more about how ridiculous that Fouts recording is where he's talking about befriending abused women and he's like i'm available as a big brother or a big fucker i'm available as a big brother or a big fucker you know is that not the stupidest joke possibly ever cut it out foul <laughs> i'd like to take a gun and shoot him through the fucking head can you guys please stop talking about how hot Jim Bouts is. Fuck that shit. The dude looks like he <laughs> sleeps in a fucking tomb, okay? Give it up. He's fucking hit, right? Just cut it out. It's like I've been raped. It's like I've been accosted. Got a separated at birth. Dan Campbell and Joe Biden during Biden's Brittany Griner release speech when Biden characterizes Brittany Griner as having Grit. Brittany is uh, is an incomparable athlete. Grit. A two-time Olympic gold medalist for Team USA. She endured mistreatment and a show at a, at a show trial in Russia with characteristic grit and incredible dignity. It's that right there. It's grit. This message is for Barbara. Hello, this is Barbara. Uh, golf had three touchdowns and no interception. Mm. Lions win. Golf. He's still not the quarterback. I don't care what anybody says. Some people are saying, some people, that you guys should bring back No Filter Sports with Eli, Mark, and Brandon. I know I'd listen. Why don't you take a poll? No one said that. Who said that? I have the perfect advice for Kanye West PR team. I love Hitler. Kanye just needs to enroll at the University of Michigan. And then poof, all his negative press. All the uh, negative feeling storms will just immediately go away. Harbaugh will race to the podium to defend him with his life. I do love Hitler. I mean, really. It's literally the best advice I think anyone can give. We're going to stop dissing the Nazis all the time. Audio separated at birth about 23 minutes into the triumphant return on Monday. The Drew and Mike podcast and let it rip. Everybody talking in Drew's basement (laughs) and... Let it rip. I don't even know why I let myself get sucked into these conversations. Well, honestly. because I'm just going to lose. I think you I don't want, know why that's going to everything else. Okay, let me just <laughs> say, what, you're, you're conflating <laughs> it into <laughs> Michigan versus Michigan. Let it rip. a politician and a angry at Michigan, so you're attacking Michigan. No, I'm not angry at When Eli just said that every institute does this. I don't know what we're yelling about. Eli comments that. Kanye West is the first black white supremacist. I think Kanye West is the first black white supremacist. I just want to make a statement saying that he is the second. Can't forget about Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> How could this have happened? A black white supremacist. We are looking for Clayton Bigsby. Sir, my message is simple. Naggers, Jews, homosexuals, Mexicans, Arabs, and all kinds of different chanks stink. And I hate it. Wow, bro, you're a racist piece of shit. Yeah, hi, Bonerline. Hello. Uh, I'd like to report hearing a drop in the wild. I was uh, watching the movie Road Trip this afternoon, <laughs> and the very beginning scene with Tom Green 
leading those people on the campus tour. Boring I heard the here. drop about... This is the, the worst school, school ever. ever. I mean, doesn't anything cool ever, ever happen, happen here? here? <laughs> and I uh, didn't know it was from road trip, so awesome. Because knowledge is power. Oh, honey, careful. Your boner. Hey, a drop that I haven't heard in a long time. As a matter of fact, I think I only heard it once, but it was, you're tripping out. Man, 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 man. You're freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. So, for famous people with rap songs, we can't forget about Homer Simpson's cassette tape of Rappin' Ronnie Reagan. Don't worry, I brought my Rappin' Ronnie Reagan tape. <laughs> you know something? He did say well a lot. <laughs> I was driving in the car. There was a free XM series like to preview this past week. So the kids want to listen to Christmas music where I came upon Taking Care of Christmas by Randy Bachman. What? Cringeworthy. You should check it out. What? A money grab for sure, but I'm not sure who's going to be paying money for it. And he'll be taking care of Christmas every day. Taking care of Christmas in his sleigh. This is the worst Christmas ever. I just wanted to wish everyone a happy Chinooka. I have no idea what Chinooka is, but I hope you enjoy it. How you doing? Happy Chinooka. <laughs> I have no idea what Chinooka is, but happy Chinooka because they said so. Anyway, God bless you, babe, and enjoy Chinooka. Have a wonderful time. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Two zero nine sixty six boner. Call it. Text it. Well, how about that uh, Henry Kissinger out on the town? Yeah. At what a swinging dick he is. He's like forever. He reminds me of Fouts too. Fouts seems like he's twenty eight years old or something, doesn't he? Yeah. He thinks he's so hot. He really does. I know. There must uh, what, be so much testosterone in those two. How do I get the kind of confidence Fouts has? I mean. If I was armed with the confidence of Fouts and Vanguard, what I could be? <laughs> Vanguard. Imagine, I mean, God, it's incredible. And it works. He's got a girlfriend that's like 30. And I'd say it's a hair, but he was he was confident before the hair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He he's does a have baller. A new, he's he been have, a baller. He's got a new edge to him, definitely. The 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 goatee is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh the hair dye, the glasses, I think, are the biggest factor. God, and some kind of he definitely did something. Like suits and stuff, yeah. Facelift or Evolve, maybe? Yeah. Could be. Yeah. He looks he looks really sharp. <laughs> Can you imagine Evolve on fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Getting forty four thousand setups. It would sm- it would like tear him in, doing it. in half. So you got Fouts, Henry Kissinger on the town, and the other one that kills me is Clive Davis. I'm watching him today, he's like, Yep, uh, I got my new uh, uh Whitney Houston biopic out. And he's talking about plans, like, for the next 20 years. Like, he's just, he has no idea he's going to die. Really? He just keeps churning stuff out, and he plans to wait down the road. How does Clive Davis keep doing this? I don't know. Didn't didn't Clive Davis have some sort of Me Too action at some point? Yeah, he did. Now, he's, he's a weird one, because he alleges he got blown by Janis Joplin. Really? I think he's gay now. I think he at like 80, he because realized he was gay. Oh. And so he had a lot of catching up to do. So that's probably what wow. got him going. 
Just all that late life boofooing that he was dying to do for eighty years. Oh my God, that's Maybe. amazing. I think he's I think he's out of the closet, isn't he? Um, I'm looking it up. I mean, that was a, that was really a weird one because I guess because he was just so old. But, uh, yeah, I want to dance with somebody, the Whitney Houston biopic or biopic. That looks so boring. I know. There's been, I thought the docs were pretty good. Really? I don't know that we need this, but I'll probably watch it. Also, um, I thought this was funny. AOC's climate change documentary, which I just read about a couple weeks ago. And the reason I read about it was because I was like, I didn't know AOC had a movie. She's producing a movie. Really? And the movie... The reason they were making a big deal about it was because she was saying that, yeah, they've been following me around for four years, and they've been following these other three people around for four years. So it sounded like there were a lot of resources used mm-hmm. to make this movie. So it came out, and naturally certain people, and only certain people, were just delighted because it's bombing. <laughs> I mean, I mean bombing. And oh, I don't know really? how much how much they spent on it, but the first day... Okay, this is in 120 theaters, which is not a ton of theaters, but you know, if it did well, being sure. that she's AOC, you know, it would it would do something. Right. Day one did forty five hundred dollars in 120 theaters. That's less than forty dollars a theater. Hundred dollars. <laughs> Whoa. Then day two, it did three thousand seventy six dollars. The third day, it did less than two thousand oh. dollars. In fact, it did sixteen dollars a theater. Oh. <laughs> Diminishing <laughs> returns. Some of the it's like theaters, a one ticket per theater, maybe you know, two. Can you believe that? They they mentioned they had some specific theaters in the story. Mm-hmm. This one theater had five screenings for it. For oh. what? For the, because they had the movie and they were screening it. So they, they had five times for it. They, you know, they had like six theaters. So it was in one of the theaters running five straight times. They did $16. Why isn't this a, new, a bigger news story? Why didn't I hear about this? Because uh, probably exactly why, because it's AOC, but so li- only certain people are pointing out what a bomb it is. But I live in Michigan and have to hear about AOC all the time, even though I didn't give a shit about her, but I don't get to hear about this? I yeah, I know. about well, the bad stuff? That's why you're so proud to be involved with the show, Jim. You do hear about it, <laughs> thanks to this show. Well, I appreciate it. I'm you glad know, all you talk about is AOC. <laughs> I, think, I think I saw this story on OutKick. OutKick does stories that no one else does. Well, OutKick is your new place, your well, destination. It, I follow them. So honestly, I get stories. And I'm like, wait, if I didn't follow OutKick, I would have no idea this was even going on. And I think their reporting is fairly good. But um, while we're speaking here, uh, Skin looks a little confused. So Trudy, why don't you just mention a couple quick sponsors? Um, like and- Dr. Roche and the 12 Days and Specials of Christmas. They're celebrating the holidays by gifting you 12 days of one-time-only specials. Don't miss out. Be sure to add Dr. Roche on Instagram and Facebook so you can follow the 12 Days of Christmas. Procedures like breast enhancement with Dr. Roche, one of the top cosmetic breast enhancement surgeons. Also, breast lifts for men and women. Fat grafting, which is incredible. It's cosmetic enhancement of you, by you, your own fat, someplace you don't want it. Put it where someplace it really pops. Or gummy bears and saline or silicone breast implants. And you can let Santa unstuff your stockings with the Emerald Laser, which targets fat systemically, or 360 Lipo, HD Lipo. They do both 44,000 sit-ups with Evolve. It's a non-invasive way for you to get rid of a lot of body fat that pools around your waist or on your arms, the flappy parts. Ew, pulling body fat, gross. Yeah, <laughs> I know. 
Um, and evoke for your face to firm up your chin and your neck area, and on and on. Brazilian butt lifts, lipo, facial, Botox, etc. Um, the staff and Dr. Roche experienced and specialized for pre- and post-procedure patient care. Call them for a COVID-safe environment. You can even get a teleconsult over the phone with Dr. Roche, 248-338-1110. And the uh, public adjusters of Michigan are Johnny on the spot to help you. If, say, big wind comes through like it did the South, man, are they a mess there. Um and, you know, blows your roof off or something like that or damages your house in some way or your pipe bursts because it's getting really super cold. Pam can get you more money and they will handle the insurance people because they know how. You know, they know all of the policies and they know how to do it and they can bring in the experts. Even if you're in the middle of a claim, Pam can help you. Call PamFirst.com or click the logo on our websites. And Christina Gennari is our greatest sponsor at... Uh, KW Domain, she and her team there uh, know what to do about the real estate market as it is now because it changes. It fluctuates so violently. And over the last 20 years, she's seen all the ups and downs. Christina and her team are ready to help you find the home of your dreams when you're ready to make a move. So when it's time to make a move, go with the obvious choice, Christina Gennari. And she's a cool person, too. 248 550 Wow, a lot of editorial comment on Text her. I, just, I loved her at uh, Killer's Christmas. She was so much fun to talk And she to. sponsored the Valley Parking, too. Yeah. Hey, the bathrooms. Skin's at his holiday party. How's the party going, Skin? Going good. I had to step away from the Secret Santa uh, moment, so. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Who had you? Yeah. For Secret you know, I Santa. I realized today it blew my mind. We have uh, 57 employees. Uh, I got three people that work for me that are from Ukraine that I didn't even know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah. did, did someone bring the flag in just to show support? We actually, uh, we just did a company meeting and like there's 25 people uh, here at, at our office, but there's another like 30 on Zoom. And a lot of our developers are from other countries. And it just so happens that um, three of the people that work for us uh, are from Ukraine. We got one from Russia, but they love each other. Like they work together, you know, but the Russian guy is now in Dubai because he had to get the hell out of Russia. And the, um, two of the Ukrainian people are out of Ukraine, but one of them is still there. He works full time for us out of Ukraine. Really? My God, he can still work for Mr. Skin while in Ukraine? Why not? Wow. And he's young. He's in his 20s. I, we're worried he's going to get uh, drafted. All right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I saw the uh, trending nude celebs on um, on. Your site, which, uh, God, there's so much good stuff on your site. You get the Throwback Thursday, the best titties of the 90s, um, top five female masturbation scenes. Check out the hot makeout session in this week's The L Word, uh, nude on Amazon Prime in December. I mean, you just cover everything. But what what is the hottest? I know a lot of the year-end stuff's coming out. Besides the, the top ten scenes, who's the hottest actress in terms of uh, either nude or porn, whatever? What name comes up or the most searched? Well, if you're, you know, it, it, you know, you guys know it varies weekly. Uh, this week it's at Emma Corrin, who, um, if you watch The Crown, she was the last Princess Diana, not the current one. Elizabeth Debicki, I think, is the current one. She was the last one. She has a new movie called Lady Chatterley's Lover, which oh, yeah. is a remake of the classic from the uh, from the seventies. And uh, anyway, she is. A British actress. She's so nude in this. It just came out. She is 
today number one most searched at our website. She's so nude in this. Here's a here's an example from MrSkin.com, Drew. I saw Lady Chatterley's was an option, and I immediately thought, I think there's a lot of nudity in that. I don't know much about it. But... Oh, wow. There's some oh. dong hanging, swinging around, too. Look at that. Yeah, wow. that was a big deal back in the day. Like, if you could read Lady Chatterley's Lover, like, I forget when the book came out, but it was a big deal for people to be able to read that. It was so, like, and then they made all these movies. Uh, uh, they've made a number of movies about it over time. So it's it's a classic. Hey, are people in Chicago jealous of our football team now? That it looks like the Lions are actually making progress sooner than the Bears, which was not expected, in my opinion. No, I mean, listen, the Bears, the season's over. But it is weird because because my wife's from Detroit and all her relatives are. I've, I've been in this weird Detroit and going to all the games with you every year. I've been in this weird Detroit football thing where I've never seen a team in, in a – it, you know, goes so long without success. It's like blows my mind. And it's kind of cool to see, like, it's kind of exciting. There's a chance they could make the playoffs. I'd love to see it. So. They can. I think they're good too. I really think they're good. Yeah. No, they're fun to watch. They do fun things like fake punts and, uh, you know, just throw into the tackle and all that stuff. It's they're fun to watch. I enjoy uh, watching them. So I hope they do well. The bears are done this year, but I will say, They'll be good next year. They got a lot of cap space and tons of draft picks, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see about that. We have all that stuff, too. We have lots of draft picks. But let's talk about the top 10 nude scenes of 2022. This seems like a banner year for nudity, based on the top 10 list. Yeah, and listen, I've been saying this to you for the last number of years. There's no bad top 10 list anymore because there's just so much content. The hard part is narrowing it down to 10. Um our, our number 10 was Sydney Sweeney in Euphoria. In past years, she was actually number one from this HBO show. Uh, in this case, she only showed butt, so I, pen- I she was penalized, but she uh, <laughs> is like a fair, fair skin rise. It's an overhead shot. Um, but I got to tell you this, Euphoria, if you have kids that are in high school, it is the darkest damn show. It I can't watch it. I, I love watching the nude scenes, but... <laughs> It is. I agree. Everyone's on drugs and it's dark and uh, it's just like, it's depressing. Well, I was kind of wondering, anybody here watched the show besides me and Skin? Yeah, I watched a little. First season I watched. Okay, is is this in any way representative of what high school is like now? Because it seems so fucked up. And I thought high school was fucked up when I was in it. I hope not, because I got a 10-year-old, so she's she's almost there. Better not be. Skin, does it look... It's not like when I was in... I go to hikes. Not like when I was in high school. Is there any reality to it in your head? I mean, it looks nuts. My kids, my kids go to the high school you went to, Drew, so <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think what's oh. going on for you could, could happen at our high school, though. Uh, there is some stuff that goes on in our high school. Oh, Do your children have to there. swim nude like Drew did in that high school? <laughs> That's we, true. We had that in my high school, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, ask some old new chair people if they had to swim nude in PE class skin. And I guarantee you the answer is yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. I know a lot of guys, myself included, that had to uh, do that whole nude thing. Like my kids. Wait, you did that in Oak Park? Well, at Fenwick, they did it. I know guys that did it. Tons of guys. People, Wait, my kids freak mean, out when I tell them stories. That it's not guys, a, It was weird. I mean, you mean you mean in PE class and stuff, you had a pool, school pool, and everybody had to swim nude. Fenwick, at Fenwick in Oak Park in okay. 1980, 81, they 
it was an all boys school. They didn't even bother oh. with the little speedos we got at Oak Park at my public school. They just said, "Go dive in the water nude for swimming." As a freshman, everyone did it. <laughs> just, my Illinois, kids freaked out when I tell them this. I said, "That's the way it was." Is you know, Illinois a creep state. Then is that what it is? <laughs> oh, no, that's not even. Not to mention, they'd all get the shit kicked out of them too by the nuns. Like literally. I was just at a dinner with a bunch of guys who went to Catholic school in the seventies and early eighties. And they, they were telling me these stories where like literally would get blindsided, just punched in the face. By like it, stuff you can't even imagine. Well, um, I, the weird thing in my high school at New Trier was it was an, it was, it was not an all boys school. The girls got to swim in swimsuits. They were issued swimsuits. The guys were not. And the reason given was, oh, well, it's the material of the suits is bad for the, uh, for the filter systems. Or something. It was like, well, then why do the girls have suits? It was <laughs> bullshit. Everybody knew Dude, it was man. bullshit. Even back then, you were questioning authority. Well, what, what do you mean? I swim. I wear a suit in another pool. Why doesn't that wreck the filter system? Uh, yeah, it was, it was a thin <laughs> excuse. Why do the girls get to wear suits? Why do they get to wreck the ventilation, the, the, the filtration system? It was total bullshit. But anyway, we, got, we have a five-minute skin. Talk about the top ten scenes of the year. I'm, I've, got it, I've got it on, ready to go here myself. Yeah, let me cherry-pick the good ones uh, here. So, uh, number nine, I should mention, is Britney Snow in a horror movie called X. Yeah. Uh, it's cool because she's a former child star. She was in those Pitch Perfect movies, which oh, is like oh. to go from those wholesome musical comedies to <laughs> she's with Kid Cudi in a in a porno movie here uh, having sex. It's pretty crazy. Uh, it's Britney Snow and X is number nine. Um, number eight. Uh, I know a lot of people are White Lotus fans. Uh, oh yeah, me. Yes, my favorite actress name at MrSkin.com, Simona Tabasco, who yeah. plays one of the uh, two prostitutes um, in the fifth episode, uh, has sex with Adam DeMarco of this season. And she's she's gorgeous. Uh, but I just love her name. And by the way, Drew, um, this White Lotus, as great as the female nudity is, there's so much sausage on that. I can't. That hot guy, Cam. Oh my God. Trudy, you like getting some good in sausage the, in, in there? the first episode, you know, you don't expect to see, you, you think you're going to see just his butt, but you can see way off in the distance. You can see, and it turns and he's, well, Drew, he's fluffed. Well, I wow. later found out this is a prosthetic and thank God, because this guy's so good looking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he goes and changes and his butt's facing the camera. Yeah. But his so long you could see it from behind <laughs> in the mirror <laughs> oh yeah 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 right yeah that's so i'm like oh my god this is the like how can he be that good looking and have that huge a cock but then he said they did that specifically um as a prosthetic to really enhance his whole yeah. thing yeah i was thanks fucking god it's exciting <laughs> um and uncle rico's butt is yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot of new dudes in that true stuff. But anyway, wow. um, yeah. Um, well, let me get in uh, number five. I really wanted to make sure I talked to you guys about because um, back when we were all locked in our homes during the pandemic oh. and we're watching every Netflix show possible, it was oh, a yeah. show called Queen's Gambit with Anya Taylor-Joy where she was like this chess prodigy and she became really famous because of it. And it was frustrating because she hadn't done a nude scene yet. She had done one where it was a body double, but she hadn't done a nude scene. So this year, a movie called The Northman came out with Alexander Skarsgård. And <laughs> she he's in like a um, it's a Viking movie. He's in a hot spring. 
she walks in completely naked into the uh, hot spring, and uh, you will be a North man yourself wow. when you check it out. It's an <laughs> awesome, awesome scene. It's impressive from here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's really good. Um, all right, and then uh, let me get down. Now, my number four, the top ten nude scenes of the year, number four is uh, Maya Mitchell in No Way Out. And, Drew, I would understand completely that you don't know who the hell she is. I don't, but I'm looking at her nude, and she looks really good. <laughs> now, I want to stress, she's like around 30 years old now, so don't freak out about this, but she used to be on all these Disney shows, and uh, oh, it's no. really weird for the for younger guys, like I missed this whole Disney thing. I didn't know her from Disney, but she was on like a show called um, The Fosters. And uh, I can't remember the other good one. Good Trouble. Anyway, yeah, it's like Good Trouble or something. So anyway, she was on these shows and now she's close to 30. So she's in this movie. It's like a basic instinct type movie. But she had a long topless scene. And uh, it's kind of always great when a Disney star changes their image. Uh, <laughs> scene, so. Well, the nice thing is, you know, they have to do it. If they want to succeed, they're going to have to be nude. So, I mean, I don't want to well, think that when they're Disney stars. You know, but. Anne Hathaway used to be known just for the Princess Diaries. Then she did that movie Havoc in mm-hmm. 2005 where she was having, like, sex with East L.A. gangbangers. And it turned <laughs> her career around, I'll tell you that. So. Now, Drew, number three, you're going to love because the backstory on this is awesome. But there's a really um, kind of popular show on Hulu called Tell Me Lies. And my number three is Grace Van Patten. Now, you know the last name. Yes. So the, I love the the, the story behind this um, TV show. She plays a college freshman who um, has a uh, – she falls for this handsome guy from college. And then the show – it's going to be about their eight-year love affair. They've only done one season. In the ninth season, they had this incredible sex scene. She's gorgeous. But you'll love this. That's Dick Van Patten's niece. What? From- <laughs> no way. But more importantly, Whoa. more importantly, remember that the White Shadow with Ken Howard, the basketball Of show? course. <laughs> what an awesome remember show. Salami? Remember Salami? Yes. That was on- yes. That's Salami's daughter. How no! <laughs> what? Really? That's hilarious. Yeah. And there's plenty of hiding the Salami in this show. So you're gonna, you're gonna She's really good looking, too. So. Excellent. Um, I'm yeah, excited and, about and number, number two. two. Number two on the best nude scenes of the year. I love this one. This um, Ashley Green in the Immaculate Room. Now, Emile Hirsch. Yeah, right. Exactly. So people know her because she was Robert, Robert Pattinson's sister in all the Twilight movies. And she has this really white skin. She's beautiful. But that's what she's known for. Then in this movie, The Immaculate Room, it stars Emile Hirsch and Kate Bosworth. They um, uh, enter a reality show where if they could win $5 million if they just stay in this room for 50 days. Well, they keep messing with them. And in walks Ashley Green, completely nude in great lighting. Wow. Uh, yeah, just to like... They're trying to screw with Kate Bosworth, making it seem like she's having an affair. It's a whole thing. But anyway, it's it's really an awesome nude scene. It's my number that, two. No, I just looked at it. I am 100%. I'm surprised there's anything that's ahead of it, to be honest. What a <laughs> oh, She is beautiful. Yeah. She's gorgeous. So my number one uh, nude scene of the year is from the much skinticipated <laughs> 17 movie Blonde with Anna de Armas, who played Marilyn Monroe. And it was, um, it's a real, it's not like a fun, I can't say it's a fun movie to watch, but there's so much great nudity. It's based on a Joyce Carol Oates um, 
novel from 1999. Oh, nobody and, cares about that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm trying to say that went more on the dark side of uh, Marilyn Monroe's life. And uh, yes. there was so much great nudity. But the big thing was it was rated NC-17. And uh, people couldn't believe that a mainstream film would do an NC-17 because it doesn't happen hardly. I mean, I can't. The last time I remember was like uh, 2013 with Blue is the Warmest Color. But no, I assume that means that they're actually screwing if it's NC-17. Uh, no, that's what I wanted to point out to you. First of all, the nudity is fantastic. It's my number one nude scene of the year. But it's not NC-17 because of the sex and nudity. I think it's because there's some pretty rough uh, scenes in the movie that aren't nudity that... Oh. That got at the NC-17. Regardless, the NC-17 or the nudity is fantastic in, in Blot. It's great. Well, Skin, get back to your uh, Christmas party. I'm sorry we had to break you out of there, but we need our top 10 uh, list. And uh, <laughs> good yeah, luck and to the list bears. is uh, right at my front page for free if anyone wants to check it out. And uh, no, I'm glad I got to talk to you. Now we got to go over to the Italian restaurant for dinner. So, <laughs> All right, Skin. Have Merry right. Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, all that stuff. All right, take care, all you guys. Take and MrSkin.com, of course, if you want to see those top ten scenes. God, those are great scenes, I thought. Number two is amazing. Who is that girl? I wasn't even listening to Skin. I just saw it. <laughs> is that Eva Green? It, it actually Ashley looped, Green. Ashley Green. It looped twice. I mean, the screenshot of it is just, wow. All right, we got to call Maz because uh, we're under pressure. He said 545 is the latest. It's 550, so we're just going to prove that he's coming on when we want him to. Oh, that's right. <laughs> love- we're five minutes late. If it was 546, I would still call. If it was before 545, it was out of the question. <laughs> he's going to be mad. I told you before. All right. And he's going to ask him, okay, he so doesn't listen to the show. Trudy, he treats the show like you treat Brandon's prep. He does. It's disgraceful. Secondary. I told someone they were treating something like Brandon's prep, and they said, I don't, don't treat it that poorly. See, everybody's defensive about that. It was someone's knowledge of David Bowie, and, and I said, you know, you're oh. like Trudy the Brandon's prep. I am not! It's Hello? Mass! Mass, what's going hey, on? How you doing, bud? I'm great. Just pulling in the parking lot. Oh, boy. All right. Is this a big night uh, at the bowling lanes? Every night's a big night. Of course. Um, what are the hot takes at Woodward Sports these days? Hot takes. Okay, what are you talking Lions. about? Is there something, any, uh, anything, sp- or just the Lions? So you just say the Lions and people go, oh, my God. <laughs> Lions. Lions is everything. You know Period. That. Dan Campbell. Coach of the year, candidate. Okay, why? Jared Goff. <laughs> Come on, man. Is Jared Goff an MVP candidate? I declared he was a candidate who could get some votes. Was I wrong? Uh, if he can get him to the playoffs, why the hell not get some get some votes? Of course. Well, they, they, got they a vote, long way to go. Four they vote, games. They vote for ten slots. I figure he's got to be on somebody's top ten if they were to go it's nine. An interception, in like five games, right? No, he's played really well. He just isn't yeah. flashy. I mean, I wouldn't if he normally. Takes it off the sheet. It's not. They'll be nine and one in their last ten games if they could win out. Well, I got to tell you, I didn't think he played that bad last year. I, I thought that team was terrible. Yeah. And yeah, he had nobody. Yeah, he had nobody to throw to. He still. I mean, he's just getting Jamison Williams for what one game, one catch. He dropped the second one he threw to yeah. him, but he lost his tight hey, end. Last and, year, last year he was fumbling a lot, Drew. This year. Not so much, which is great. 
Well, well, I don't want saying he's got small hands. His yeah. hands are so small. Well, I, I think he's he's the kind of guy who can only quarterback successfully certain teams. But this is one of them. I, I mean, you can't have a dead duck in the pocket if you can't block. If you can't if you can't keep some time for the quarterback, he's not your guy because he's not going to get away from Correct. trouble. No, um, but I think he's, he's a, a smart quarterback. And I think he's accurate too. He's very accurate. He, last week he got out of the pocket a few times, and that. that it looked great. He looked really good last week against Minnesota, and they beat a good team. Now they get another playoff team to play. The Jets are desperate. They're just as desperate as we, as the Lions. Now, Maz, we uh, we saved the Jason Carr stuff for you because I knew you would not watch anything or pay any attention to it, but you were interested. So should I we? I did listen to. I listened to that shocking audio. Oh, you saw my tweet that you put up. Okay. I did. I love the audio. Excellent. Who got that for you? I can't really dis- disclose my sources. No one okay. else in town was able That's to good. obtain this audio. It was uh, only... I know, I loved it. Um, what did you think? Was it fireable? No! Are you kidding? What? What? No! No? You wouldn't no fire way. him? I know, the guy was a former employee. What did he say? He basically said that... What did he say? He didn't say anything. He, he didn't mention didn't like a name. He said Everett Cassie's the worst person he's met in 52 years of his, well, 52 years of life. Well, That's pretty did strong he, did he mention his name? I don't no, think he, he mentioned didn't. his name. No. He didn't, but he said the, the guy that just left, so who else are we to think it is? But I I, know. I, you know what I wondered, honestly, was... And I'm nuts, is that you? I wish somebody else at Channel 4 would at least privately tell us, is Everett Cassidy a good guy? I mean, I think he deserves, if he is a good guy, and Jason just didn't get along with him, I would like to know that. If he's the worst person to have in a, in a TV station, I think I want to know that, too. I just want to know. I, I think you should call Jason. He'll probably tell you. Um, for some reason, <laughs> I'm not sure you would Again. take our call. Although we're urging people to sign his petition. He, we, he should think we're on Team Jason. I'm not sure he's a fan of mine. Exactly. He might no, be, he I might think, be writing I think the buzzword. I think he to you, considering, <laughs> considering you're the only guy going to bat for him. Well, um... I thought about this the last couple of days. I think there might be a little rub there because in 2016, when we had just started the podcast and we were trying to, uh, I mean, when you're just kicking off, you want to do anything to go viral or just to get a little more attention because you're looking for those little, those little viral antenna that will pull some new people in and maybe they'll tell some people you started yeah. a podcast and it was new and we had a lot of rotating people. We didn't really know what we were doing, but we were throwing a lot of things at the wall. And I like the way we started. I think we did a good job. So I thought, I think it'd be great to get him on because he left Fox 2 at 10 o'clock and he was hired at Channel 4 like an hour later. Wow, yeah. And they had fired him and it was a budget thing. It wasn't his fault, I don't think. Mm. So uh, I got his number from... I th- I say Charlie, and I texted him. Really nice. Congratulations. Sorry about Fox Two. Do you want to come on our show? And I waited. Nothing. Crickets. It was like it was when my coach, Nothing. high school coach, described his testicle disappearing. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> one week on my back with ice. One week on my back with heat. It swelled up to this, and then it swelled down and down until. Oof. Nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. So nothing. I called a couple times. Nothing. Wow. I think I left a voicemail, unless it was full. But I called, and then I texted again, and then I decided, <laughs> okay, pretty clear. He does not want to promote his new job on our show. He did Somebody. say something. He, no, he responded he to that. He, he said this. Yes, bitch, I heard he you. I pretended like I didn't. 
yeah, I, I think he knew that I want to have him on, and I just don't think he wanted to. I don't know why. And then I remembered another thing. I know, but why not write you? Why not write you and say, hey, Drew, I really can't talk right now about this, but thank you. But he was talking right to back. people. He was talking to people. He just oh. wasn't talking to me. He was. But it's not a big deal. I mean, he doesn't need to. He had bigger fish to fry, I'm sure. <laughs> so um, I think maybe the, maybe, there's a, maybe there's a bad rub back from the um, CSX riff days because when I came back to work, Jamie went from riff to CSX Sports. I think Jason got, I think he was the odd man out on that deal. Oh, would he and blame you for that? I don't know. I think somebody suggested he wasn't happy about it, but it wasn't my fault. He was on radio? Yeah, he was on CSX doing sports. Oh, I don't remember. I, didn't know that. I don't remember yeah. seeing I didn't know him in the hallway. Was a sports guy. I ran into him at the coffee machine. I didn't realize he was a sports guy. I saw him at he <laughs> Mez, Mez is upset Territory. that Jason was ever called a sports guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, really. Don't I, call anyone a sports guy. That's an insult. I think I ran into him at the at the coffee machine too. He was very nice. I thought he was a good guy. And actually, I thought his work was pretty good. I thought he did some good stories. His style was Definitely different. It might not be what I would do, but I thought he had a following of some kind. So hmm. I don't know. But I don't I don't know where it went. So I don't think he's coming on our show, though. In spite of me getting him signatures, he definitely has a lot. Brandon, how many signatures does he have? Oh, I think we're up to 205 or something. Really? Wow. He only had 45 wow. when we jumped on the train. Jeez, man. He needs to eat. After he tonight's show, you. it might be up to 1,000 if you, if you pump it up a little. Well... Go to the petition and sign it. And go to our Twitter, and you can watch. You've already heard it on earlier on the show, but if you want to rehear his, um, <laughs> that was kind of out of nowhere, wasn't it? <laughs> he was on. That was on the nine o'clock show online. I think it was a producer. I think it was a producer. Yeah, that guy's the Billy Bush okay. of the story, and Billy Bush got <laughs> fired. So why isn't that guy fired? <laughs> Remember Billy Bush laughed at Trump, and so yep, the NBC true. News Department was livid with him. Yeah, he was gone. Very, he's back now, though. That's right. He is. And 229 current signatures on, please sign the petition to reinstate Jason Carr to Live in the D and Jason Carr Live. Gaining. Nice. Mm. All right. Well. Now, maybe, uh, maybe they found out he, maybe he was talking to the new people at CBS. Maybe they got pissed. Oh. No, 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 Mass, Don't there. don't just throw out no. wild takes. Do not do that. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, but oh, that was all over Buzzboard too. Was that? Well, you can just go to CBS, and then people were saying they've already hired all their people. They've hired anyone local. Oh, no one was on Buzzboard. Jeez. But yeah, sixty-two is going to have local news. How soon? Two weeks. Is that real? Yeah, that's so. real. Yeah, the new year. So the when. New year. I heard they're hiring a lot of people out of market. Really? Yeah, that's kind of weird, isn't it? So it sounds to me like they're like that. Like they're doing it cheap. Mm, oh, it yeah. cheap. I know a few right. people that they talk to in market. Oh, not me. Really? Um, Uber. Can you hand me? Can Uber. you can you hand me a note, Maz? I, I guess you can on the phone. I can't. I can't divulge that Text him. If I put uh, if Brandon goes off the uh, microphone with you, could you tell Brandon? <laughs> I cannot. What? I mean, you can't. A secret. Cannot. Why is this such a secret? There are I'm they. Go, oh, does that mean they're going to work there? Maz has integrity. Well, then he wouldn't have brought it up. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot divulge. Do they turn the job down? I just wanted to put it out there. You know how you just had. You know. You know how when I asked you about how you got the audio and you said you can't divulge your. Uh, <laughs> oh, that yeah, people? that's true. Well, I got to. I got to <sighs> do that too. Maz, is Sorry. it someone in radio or someone currently in TV? Uh, I would think, uh, yeah, TV. 
TV. Well, and Drew, tell him how you got the audio. So then he has to tell us who. Okay, Joe Morasso sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Morasso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe Morasso knew somebody who was alive in the D fan. I don't know what that says about Joe or Michelle that they have friends watching live in the D, but uh, they just do. Hey, maybe it's from Bill McAllister. He lives across the street from Joe Morasso. Wow, you know that. Wow. Wait, Boy. Bill McCall- what's Bill McAllister doing these days? He's on CSX part-time. He is? Last I heard, but yeah. He used to work for us. Kind of uh, wish he still did. Oh, yeah. WLOZ? Yeah, he did mornings. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, so how have they improved themselves by leaving the Bill McAllister days behind? Um, I can't talk about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can't divulge sources either? Can't I'm not sure. I, you know. A lot of below stuff my that, pay grade. that was not divulged today. That's behind the scenes. A lot of notes being passed. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, all right, Maz, let's see. What can I ask you about? Uh, okay, Lions Sunday. Uh, prediction against the Jets. Yeah. I think the Lions will squeeze out a victory, eke out a victory uh, in Jersey and sweep the Jets and Giants this year. And finally, for the first time since uh, the last time they made the playoffs, be a 500 team, which would be phenomenal. So seven and seven, I'll take it. Close game, like game-winning field goal? 24-20. Okay. 24-20. They're going to hold the high-flying Lions offense down to 24 yeah. points. Okay. Now, did you hear about, I think so. I did think you hear so. about the, uh, the Buffalo writer who has been canceled, uh, Jerry Sullivan? No, I didn't. What happened? Oh, it's weird because you're in the sports world and you just <laughs> did your whole show and you didn't hear about this. Okay, what's weird? That's weird. No. That would escape the. How could the, uh, I? How could I have missed somehow it? went through the. What sieve. did he say? Did he say something bad? Was it something about Cole Beasley? He's trying to move on. No, he said something about women football fans being the worst. And it was on a podcast. And honestly, I thought it was really innocuous oh. because after saying that. He and his partner were, there's three of them there, and th- two of them were agreeing that, listen, generally, women are better than men overall. But as far as being football fans, women are the worst. And I think he even said, that doesn't mean all women. And they're just kind of chuckling around. And some chick got all bent out of shape and made a big deal about it. Anyway, they fired him. He's canceled. Like next day. Wow. It was quick. Yeah, it was really fast. That's and then, pathetic. So then, <laughs> then he tweeted out all of his amazing columns where he supported women's sports and that that these columns will no longer be coming anymore because I'm fired. <laughs> because I said women are bad football fans. Why is everybody so fucking sensitive? Yeah, to the detriment of the world, too. I mean, that's just dumb. Uh, are women football fans, are they, are they the best fans? And what, and what tense did he mean that? I mean, that they're too fired up or... I think he meant that they're... Just don't go that deep into the game. That thinking about like, the wrong things. They're still learning the game. They're yeah. They're they're more like <laughs> cheerleaders than real fans. But if I you had to say, it had to be more, Drew. Poor no, girls are still learning. No, <laughs> he he said women football fans are the worst. He was responding to a comment from kind of a dumb shit chick to their show, something on their live stream. She made some dumb comment, and he's like, oh, God, women football fans are the worst. <laughs> I should, they, they should handle it the way you guys do. When, when I say something really dumb, you're always like, oh, that's so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. <laughs> well, what am I going to say? You idiot! <laughs> See, that's the perfect way. Well, that's got him fired. Oh, man. She's the worst. They're the worst football fans. I don't know. I think it's stupid. I don't. Who got mad? Uh, someone that was listening? 
Yes. Somebody listening made a big to-do about it, and the next thing you know, blown out. And you know what? He's an older columnist. I suspect he's making some pretty good bucks, so it might have been a good way to get him out the door. Yeah. I mean, the Jason Carr thing could be very similar. What is going to be left after every company, every corporation, every media just strips everything down? Not much. The Gen Z people will be left. Um, Who is Channel 4? Who have they blown? Okay, Lauren Podell made a stupid mistake, and of course there was no mercy whatsoever. Six months later, Sam Riddle, who's been to prison for corruption, says, we won't stand for this, and they just fire her. Then there was somebody else Channel 4 fired, wasn't there? Somebody else that did something less, I want to say? Oh, boy, I can't remember. It just seems like a lot of people have been, have been flailing their way out of jobs. Oh, well, isn't, isn't there a whole thing between uh, the weather change? Oh, yeah, the guy wouldn't Humphrey. get vaccinated. Andrew Humphrey left, yeah. Ben I, Bailey, was he Channel he, 4 as well? He quit over being vaccinated, I think, or about masks. Yeah, that was the vaccination. That was the vaccination. Well, uh, Thank you, yeah, Go ahead. Carry on. Um, and then... I would say what just popped into my head. Uh, oh, what is Trudy? Trudy no, just go ahead. Notes. Okay. <laughs> um, Andrew Humphrey, by the way, there were people on BuzzBoard that were so... How could Andrew... Well, Andrew Humphrey left because they hired that old lady Kim Adams and she had other babies. <laughs> they took her back. <laughs> and and some people were really like, well, Kim does a great job. That was an upgrade. But Andrew Humphrey did leave. And in fact, if you remember, we played him on the podcast after he quit, which seemed to be over missing that job. And he was doing forecasts from his car. Yeah. Oh, man. that's right. Which was stupid. He's landed on his feet. Remember, he got a new gig somewhere. I can't remember. Memphis. Good for him. Memphis. That's awesome. That and really, Memphis is a great city. Memphis well, is okay, but I don't know. It's a great city. It's a fun city. Not sure he made out in that exchange, but maybe he became the boss meteorologist. Maybe he's the head sure. guy. So, all right, let's see, Trudy. Uh, can I see your notes, please? I, you know, it's it's. I I would have to go back and reread it, but this I was would a like reckless speculation from Reddit about someone. Uh oh, I can't read the name in front of the second name. Uh, Something and he, he and oh yeah. what <gasps> that is oh that's on Reddit. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, that's public then. I didn't see any the sort of commentary of back to it, but it, it was, that was, I was just like, what? Yeah, we're going to need a time out to discuss Wait, that one. Wait, what? All right, Maz, I know the bowling people have got to be knocking on your door by now, and they're walking out in the parking lot in their bowling shoes. So get out there, roll a 600, and we'll talk to you soon. You're brought to us by Legacy Partners, by the way. Thanks, right. Drew. Thanks, Drew. Thanks, Rudy. We'll see and you, Tommy. Uh, Brandon, uh, who else is there? Bentley. There? Jim Bentley. Yeah. Jim Bentley is in the What are you guys house. doing for Christmas? Are you guys doing, are you guys doing any more shows next this week? It's a very open-ended question when someone says goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing some shows next week, Tommy. I'll see you guys. We'll call you next week. All right, let me know, let me know if I can be of assistance. <laughs> All right, Maz. Take care, Tom. You see you, Tom. It. Maybe we'll have Maz in. See you guys. All right, see you, Maz. <laughs> All right, Legacy Partners, if you're close to Medicare age and you need help sort of working your way around, figuring out Medicare. Legacy Partners would love to help you, and it's not. there's nothing wrong with asking for help, because I'm asking for help. They're independent. They shop all carriers for your insurance to find you the best deal. Somebody just said they saved us 1000 bucks on their auto insurance. Jeez. Auto alone. Here's what you need to do. Call 586-209-4106 and tell them we sent you to Legacy Partners. They've been a great addition to the show in 2021-22. They've been a big help. 
Great to have them on. This person. Breaking news with Go ahead ahead with the breaking news. I apologize, but I have to get out this breaking news. Amy Robach and TJ Holmes have been spotted hand in hand on the streets. They're back together. They're banging again. Oh, right. Love is in the air. Who cares about GMA the third hour? They are together. They are having coitus. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Okay, now there's nothing they're doing that is not planned at this point. Everything they're doing is choreographed. Sure. I'm in the mood for some coitus. Get over here. (laughs) In the last week, it was reported that they were sort of spending time apart. Yep. To let this hopefully blow away. Air out, yeah. Blow over. I think if Amy's career is even slightly marred by this, I think it's the end of TJ. I think her career is more important to her than TJ. I just do. I don't know why I think that. I just do. Anybody want to object? No. No, but... I'm not threatening anybody. I'm just asking. Does anybody disagree? But does he think that? I mean, do you think he... I think his dick runs the show. I think his dick comes number one. But but he his dick can have anything. If he was done, he'd be like, true. fuck you. You're good. I'm not. See but, ya. But look at the hot young producers that were coming into ABC. He had to nail three of them. Yeah. Then he had to nail Robach. He's I mean, who's next for magnet, him? He's a magnet, though. He really he is. No, his his penis has radar for Good Morning America <laughs> female employees. That's true. And so I, God, it's too bad because he really was rising in ABC. Yeah, he was. But it sounds to me All like over. he was doing Everything that you're not supposed to do. What, like fall bang. in love? No, power imbalances, Trudy. <laughs> the thing that I make fun of because what is a power imbalance? Okay, so should Jason Carr complain that he's in a power imbalance now because he doesn't have a job and Taryn does? Is that a power imbalance now? Well, <laughs> no. Is that relationship I unfair? Would, I don't think he would say that because then he's got nothing at home. It's a power, it is a power imbalance, though. He has no job and she has a big job. Exactly. Technically, technically right now, you are correct. She, has... she cannot sleep with her husband. It's a power imbalance. Car. Can't be seen out together. All those three producers, the three producers that that TJ slept with, that was a power imbalance. Correct. So would you say it's okay, but flipped now? So now Amy. Amy, she will have the power now, but he'll be unemployed. So then that would be a power so imbalance because she has more power than he does. Now she's a woman. Yeah, I but think the power imbalance there, has something to do when the man is on top. If the woman's on top, have we ever heard of a power imbalance that yes, way? That, yeah, that is a power imbalance. <laughs> it doesn't matter if, what gender it is. Really? Name me one example when the woman was considered to have the power imbalance. Well, women never have power, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, kidding. Well, in this case, no, there are does. cases where men have complained about women with more power than them, f- pressuring them into a relationship. And usually people say, rub some dirt on it, you're fine. Find your next thing. And I have to tell you, I have a feeling those producers all wanted to have sex with TJ Holmes. Mm-hmm. He was married, and that didn't bother them. Nah. And they were really upset when he dumped them, so they must have liked him, so it must have been consensual. So I think yeah. so much of this stuff is really... I don't know. I feel like we're going through a crazy time right now. I feel like in 10 years, we're going to look back and just go, what were we thinking about? <laughs> kind of like, what were we thinking about when we go, oh, there's Michael Jackson on a tour with another 12-year-old. Look how cute they are. Hey, they're wearing the same outfit and they're dancing. Isn't that cute? And they're having a water balloon fight. Remember when we used to say that and act like it was just yeah. completely normal? And right. you knew at the time he just paid some kid like $20 million, right? <laughs> totally I've never lost knew. a water balloon fight. No. I'm the Michael Jordan of water balloon fights. Yeah. And he was the Michael Jordan of lasting after death, even though he was a pedophile, rampantly. Because there's a show, I think, in Detroit dedicated to him. Yeah. Like a Michael Jackson theme <laughs> to it. 
It's so ridiculous. I can't believe that happened. <laughs> um, and I, I got to tell you, the other one I can't believe. I can't believe this Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion thing is happening because he shot her. Everyone knows he shot her. Why does she have bullets in her feet? Why did a doctor have to <laughs> extract glass. bullets from her glass. feet? And her friend, Kelsey, who is no longer friends with her, nice friend supporting her when she gets shot in the feet. I mean, you think you could leave a couple things behind and maybe be her friend for that purpose. But after she was shot, he offered her a million dollars, which is kind of weird. If he didn't shoot her, why would he offer a million dollars? Oh, my God, you just got shot. Here, let me give you a million dollars, okay? <laughs> Then you have the girl texting the limo driver, Tori just shot Meg. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what that means. It was the autocorrect. It, it was Tony. He threatened to shoot Kelsey, the girl. The other girl was in the car. He said he threatened to shoot her. So this guy goes out and does all these songs where he declares her to be a liar. Mm -hmm. And people just review it like it's the most normal album in the world. Like, oh, no, that's not a problem at all. Like, if, I'm trying to think of another, like, if R. Kelly did an album where he talked about these 16-year-olds and what sluts they were, oh. would that work? Or peeing on them? You no, know, probably it would, because he did do yeah. stuff like that forever. Nobody cared. <laughs> why, why does no one care about that? They I get so wigged out about, a guy says, with their bad football, fans, it's like, you're fired. Here's this guy, shoots this girl, and dance, bitch. <laughs> and then he writes songs ragging on her, saying she's lying, and nobody cares. No, they actually like it. Is that kind of weird? And Drake supports him. All these big stars go, yeah, I'm on Team Tory. Yeah, fuck her. Dance, bitch. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, the big trend yesterday was I stand with Megan, and she went on the stand, and she said, he shot me in the feet. So we'll see how this yeah. progresses. He's going to get, I think he's going to go down. She said she wants him to go to jail. She said she wants him under the jail. I think she wants him to go to jail for a long time, but I don't think he will. Oh, he won't Tory Lanez. Not and, for a long time. Nobody got, died. He has the cutest five-year-old that he takes to court every day. Yeah. Isn't that cute oh, that his five-year-old five goes? Five-year-olds love trials. No, they do, especially when their dad shot someone. If you're like, dance, bitch! <laughs> five-year-olds love when their dads do that to show how in charge they are. <laughs> and, and it's an important lesson, I think, to five-year-olds to learn that when you tell someone to dance, bitch, that you have to lie your way out of it. And you better dance. Um, and it's so cute because Tori is dressed up like a Brooks Brothers ad. And so is the five-year-old. He's wearing this vest and a jacket, and he looks like just the cutest, most well-dressed. He looks like he's getting dressed to be in Mark's family picture. Like he's Mark's third, <laughs> Mark's first son. And, um, on the Christmas card. And it's just so cute that uh, he gets to go learn about daddy. <gasps> and the good lesson, sometimes you shoot people, and you can pay people tons of money to lie about it and blame the person you shot, who probably deserved it anyway because she disrespected you. Shouldn't, That's a lesson every five-year-old needs. Shouldn't you? Shouldn't that be? Shouldn't he have the judge throw that baby out of the court? Fuck yeah! Throw that should. baby. You can't have cell phones but and you can't have babies in court. Supporting Tory, Trudy. Tory needs him right now. Tory's been accused of shooting someone, and we don't know if he did it or not. You're not allowed to have your emotional support baby with you <laughs> in court. <laughs> no, it's such a bad idea. Ridiculous. It's unbelievable. That's how pathetic this is. That goes. How, what am I going to do? How am I going to, well, we dress up this five-year-old and act like you really care a lot about him. I mean, I wonder how much time, how much time I think Tory Lane spends with his five-year-old. Can we look up the five-year-old, find out, is he together yeah. with the mom? <laughs> does he have full custody of the five-year-old? I bet he doesn't. No. I just have a feeling that this is a child that he occasionally hangs out with. Well, Tory said he brought his son to court for support, so it's, it's kind of selfish, right? He brought him for 
himself. No, it's, just it's for a terrible support. idea. Um, no, well, I'll should, find out though. Okay, look that up. But I do think you know five year olds do need to learn about being disrespected, and that you have to teach people a lesson when they disrespect you. Sure. And if you have to shoot somebody and yell, dance, bitch, there's nothing wrong with that. You just need an expensive lawyer to try and craft a little story and make it go away. Right. No big deal. I can't find out. His name is Kylon. Yeah, Kylon. Kylon. Okay, great name. It's like Pylon. but Krylon. Uh, spray paint. And who's Kylon's mom? I'm still searching it. So am I. I can't find it. Are you, guys, are you on Wikipedia? I'm all over the place. Okay, let me just look up Tory Lane's Wikipedia personal because yeah. that's probably that's where probably be, where right? find it. Yeah, uh, it's right underneath controversies and legal issues. Oh wait, that's always <laughs> where it is. Personal does it have a personal side? It doesn't really, does it? I don't see it. It's got a mention. under legal issues because a lot of kids do turn into legal issues with. Uh, so what are the during a concert in Midland, Texas, violent scuffles between security forces and concert goers occurred during a Tory Lanez concert. Lanes proceeded to tell the crowd to fuck shit up, nice. which incited a riot and forced police to shut down the show. Multiple people were arrested. The venue and concert owners considered legal action against Lanes. Now that's that's a great idea when when security starts disrespecting the fans at the concert. In, in my eyes, there's really only one option. Fuck shit up! Hey, fuck shit up! That's a great idea, Tori. Yeah. And we have the shooting, and uh, let's see, do you do anything else? I can't Oh, he stalked her. He, he performed in a costume covering his face. When Megan Thee Stallion was on stage, he bum-rushed her, and he had to go back to court and pay more bail. Jesus. Um... Well, while you're looking it up, that well, reminds me. I can me. tell you this. I can tell you this right now. Huh. Why is it such a secret? The kid is five years old, meaning the child was born in 2017. Yes. His who's dated who ah. since 2017 includes Nikita Johnson, Cash Doll, Jocelyn Hernandez, Stefan Don, Megan Thee Stallion, Iggy Azalea. I, I couldn't tell you if any of these are the are, are the, the baby mama. Maybe Nikita Johnson. No, it's got to be four. It's got to be 2016, right? Takes nine months. Hey, you guys like me. Um, you could put that baby in anybody. <laughs> remember Sean Kemp, the NBA player? Yeah, oh yeah. Great guy. Yeah, I just saw this weird story about like Sean Kemp's baby mamas. Mm -hmm. And you know, Sean Kemp, uh, he played in the 90s and two, early 2000s, yeah, I think. He was really Seattle, good for a while. Super oh, he's great in NBA Jam. And he had like six kids by six baby mamas and six kids. And so the funny thing was they mentioned his baby mamas in the story. He was known for his baby mamas. And I was thinking like... Even today, as I read this, I think of these little babies. Like the kids are still babies. <laughs> yeah, still Why are they always called baby mamas? Like Zoobs? <laughs> yeah, it seems like they're really tiny. It says the mother of Tory Lane's baby is still a mystery. So there's actually oh. an article about how mysterious. Oh, so he was immaculately conceived and he just took care of them. Possibly. Cloned, maybe. Along the lines of Sean Kemp, there was a boner liner, 20966 boner, who wanted to make sure that we knew that young boy NBA who is a rapper, NBA, NBA young boy. He's, I think he's related to whatever. There's a whole group of those guys. He has nine kids from seven baby mamas, and he's 23. Oh. What? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Seven baby mamas at 23. That's incredible. And his name is Young Boy Never Broke Again, or Young Boy NBA. Oh, what a stupid name. Is that a record? Is there? It's pretty. Who has the record? I don't know. That's why I said there needs to be a website like Who Dated Who, yeah. where you keep track of people with the the highest ratio of baby mamas to babies. Right. Because usually you have, well, in a, in a perfect condition or a perfect state, you have one baby mama 
and eight babies. So the ratio would be one to eight. Breaking news. I was wrong. In September, late September, uh, rapper NBA Youngboy has welcomed his 10th baby. Oh, what? Nice. 23 mm. years old, Wait. 10 babies, and I don't know if it's seven or eight baby mamas. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, but that isn't... Um Who's the host of all the shows that has all the children from Nick, uh, Nick Cannon? Nick Cannon, yeah. Isn't he the winner of this contest? Uh, no, not yet. Not yet? He's getting there. He's got too many baby... He doesn't have enough baby mamas. He has yeah. multiple kids with a couple of the baby mamas, which uh, throws everybody off. He continues to knock up the previous baby mamas, and, and that's that's the weird thing to me, is all these women are just totally fine with him having six other families. Mm -hmm. That's pretty weird. It's like a kind of cool. a Mormon situation. Yeah, good, for, good for them. <laughs> Well, uh, on the subject, I don't know why that made me think of this. Oh, I guess because it's courtroom. But uh, Teresa Baldus just keeps busting it on the, the Crumley case, the Oxford story. Yeah. And the latest is that the Crumleys are attempting to get bonded out again. And they have someone who's a very trustworthy friend oh. that they've agreed to stay with, oh. whose name is BJ. <laughs> BJ. And the prosecutor, unfortunately, did a little research on BJ just to make sure this was a trustworthy person who'd always keep track of the Crumleys and make sure they didn't buy burner phones or run away from home or something like that. BJ. It turns out that BJ <laughs> has a habit of lying about being transgender and? so he can go in women's locker rooms. Nice. Oh. And he also wears a trans woman T-shirt. When he goes to the gym and it says pretends trans to be, on it, he pretends to be trans woman. Yeah, and when he's in the restroom with women, yeah, he is he going. He's, he's really wanting to. I, it sounds like he has ulterior motives. It's not to use the gender, the bathroom that is gender appropriate for him, but rather to see people of the other gender in some state of undress. Right. So couldn't the Crumblies found someone else to? Oh no, you that's, would think so. That's not all about this guy. No, too. oh no, yeah, there's more. He was growing all these pot plants at his house before he tried to get legal permission. He claimed the Biden administration is trafficking children for sex and cheap labor. Hmm. Uh, he's got a six-month bench warrant for his arrest over failure to appear at a creditor's exam. I mean, it's, got, it's just an endless rap sheet. And this is like the Crumbly's best friend with the <laughs> smallest record. <laughs> the smallest record. <laughs> it has to be. They're like, oh, we can't go there. Can't go there. This guy's in jail. And weren't, weren't there people, BJ. weren't there neighbors who like stepped up to say, do not let them come yes. home with BJ. That was the first he's, sign. He's enough. This might not be a good idea. It's $10 for a BJ. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I, I guess we didn't get around to this because we were off on Wednesday. But Wednesday, the Paul Pelosi body cam oh. finally comes out. And what do you know? We find out that what happened was exactly what Miguel Amagar said on NBC that got him kicked off the air. This guy was off the air for a month. He comes back doing a weather story, and no one says a word at NBC. And NBC has been asked repeatedly, okay, what did he do wrong? And they said, we don't comment on personnel matters. Okay, so he's still suspended? No, we're not saying he's suspended. Apparently, he was not suspended. So... Doesn't this guy deserve to have his name cleared at least? Can Elon Musk buy NBC so they can release all the paperwork on some <laughs> of this stuff? I mean, is this kind of nuts? That the body cam would show exactly what he said, which was so offensive to the news department at NBC that they literally removed him and said, get him the fuck out of here. And they just took him away for a month. And by the way, while he was gone, he was in Spain in England and up in some mountains somewhere. Yeah, he went on his long, long vacation, which was not scheduled, apparently, according to his friends. But 
Well, what the, what the fuck? I mean, doesn't NBC owe it to him and to the viewers to say, listen, he didn't do anything wrong? Maybe Nancy yeah, but, or Paul had some pull at NBC. Uh, sure seems that way. What, what exactly did he say happened that is that is corroborated by the video? Because they were saying this he morning He said that CBS, Paul Pelosi answered the door, right. and Paul Pelosi did not run to the police when he answered the door. That he, in fact moved towards DuPape, who had his hand on a hammer, which Paul Pelosi also had his hand on. Right. And before the police could do anything, the other person hit him in the head with a hammer. Uh-huh. Now, the main objection was that Paul Pelosi did not rush to get outside. Right. And that in one account said he, he was calmly trying to was like, calm. discuss something, and he was holding the hammer. That's, the, that's what Miguel Almagower said. And then the um, other one, uh, CBS, was saying that they were wrestling over it. When well, then, they started fighting over it as when... As the police approached. Yeah, and when then, the police... When the door was open, though, it was a peaceful scene. There was really no fighting going on, and Paul Pelosi opened the door, and I think most people f- were surprised to find out that he didn't then just run out the door to the police... Mm-hmm. let go of the hammer, which he didn't. So Miguel Almagar was not passing any judgment, was not saying that he wasn't hit on the head. He, that's what the body camera showed, was this guy hit him on the head. How hard was hammer. he hit in the head? I didn't see the... It like was pretty hard. Okay. It cracked his skull. Well, I know. I mean, I'm go- it's making me question, like... Smash! He- smash! Smash! <laughs> How bad was the surgery? How bad was it? He recovered really? pretty quickly. Yeah, he's been all over he's the place. He's been fine. They just unveiled a brand new pa- painting of, of Nancy, and he was there for that. He was there for her when she did some sign-off after getting kicked out of but, her big role. But I gotta what, tell you, I, did- I don't understand what the fuck is-, is going on with NBC. They did the same thing to Andrea Mitchell. They scrubbed something from her story... She said, she was asked about it, and she said, I did nothing in my story change. They edited my story. I didn't change it. I, she heard from someone in the State Department that the offer was made for Brittany Griner in exchange for Paul Whelan, uh, Victor Bout in exchange for Paul Whelan or Brittany Griner. That's what she said. She heard from the State Department. That's what went out in her story. Biden was asked about it, and he said, no, no, no. We were offered Victor Bout for Brittany Griner only. And then NBC scrubbed that line from her story with no explanation at all. So this is some pretty strange journalism. If nothing else, Andrea Mitchell should, should apologize. But I don't think she wants to apologize. I don't think she's going to apologize. I don't think she should if she didn't, if, if she didn't get it wrong. If her source said that, her source said that. It's already hard enough to follow what's true and what isn't. Now, now it just makes it that I much agree. harder. I, I totally agree. Um, speaking of the media, uh, <laughs> did you guys see the Washington Post town hall? <laughs> this is fucking funny. This is funny on a lot of levels. The Washington Post, okay, oh. they've lost 500,000 subscribers in the last year. That's a lot. I don't know how many they have. Yeah. But, you know, this is not, there's a lot of things that are losing subscribers right now because inflation is still, I think they said it was 7.1% right. for the month. In fact, uh, interest rates went up a half a point the other day, which, by the way, what does this mean with Hall Financial? Well, how, actually, actually, they they went up, right? Yes. But the market actually was good enough that they actually went down. The market went down huh. right before so they, they announced the five-tenths of a point, correct. right? Correct. And it really hasn't gone, I mean, the cost to borrow money went up. But it, it's, its effect on the market, it didn't change it. 
Interest rates are still in the same. It's weird. It's hard to so it's, yeah. hard to explain. And inflation is supposedly going down. Are they? Yes, inflation is is going down, but down. interest rates are going up, which right. is now a new problem because you have to raise interest rates to make inflation go down. So now people are going, fuck, I got to pay a what percent to buy a house? Uh, now we're looking at maybe high fives, low sixes. Which used to be six months ago? Uh, well, maybe three, Two four point. months ago. Oh, a year ago was in the th- twos or threes. Right. So that's, you know, costing people money. But a couple months ago it was in the sevens, too. But right Six now, the most important thing is getting inflation down. So we mm-hmm. cause new problems getting inflation down. And also the problem with interest rates going up is that companies can no longer afford to expand sometimes because borrowing money is more expensive. So this can contract jobs and people may end up in the unemployment lines or companies yeah. lay people off. I mean, it's a very complicated situation, but the, the main problem is you can't tell people they have to pay an extra 5% every month for everything they buy or 9%. Actually, right. it was 9%. You know what you're not paying 5% more on? Weed. Weed is oh, the lowest it's, it's been. <laughs> really? How do you know? I don't know. There's an article this morning. Oh, an that article. It's, okay. <laughs> that is, it is in, <laughs> is in Brandon's prep. It's at a, no, it's in Trudy's prep. No, it's not at a, exactly. It's at an all-time What's Trudy's low? prep? Why don't I get Trudy's prep? I, I prep stuff. I just don't have to post it. Why don't Grand, you make official so that you have an excuse I to not post it grandiosely? <laughs> I post it to the benefit of the show. <laughs> it's grandiose because I'm being persecuted over it, but I did you find it persecuted? useful. Why? You just, you just deny, you refuse to look at his prep for some I reason. I don't refuse. I Pop look quiz, at Trudy. Oh, Pop quiz. What famous... Hey, get your eyes off that, can- uh, that I'm not, computer. I'm not looking at him. No, oh, look at it. She's not. She's got the Washington Post on. What famous person just had their name stripped from a Detroit high school? Oh, for fuck's sake. I didn't see what that one. Prep? I saw all the it rest of the them. Prep, Trudy! <laughs> Trudy does... <laughs> Trudy does not believe Brandon has any prep. She doesn't already I, no. know. She oh, yeah. shares Mark's I arrogance looked, about Brandon's uh, prep. I, I saw Mr. Skin. I opened that up. I looked at it. I, I looked she at got the stuck on the Mr. Thing. Skin. I understand. You got stuck on the Mr. Twitch. Skin dudes. Oh, no. She's Maddie, against prep. This is what B. she does every day. She Mad- looks at his prep while we're talking about it to act as if. Is politician. <laughs> Maddie B looks like dog shit. I saw that picture of the before and after. Sounds like no, she kind of. think he looks hot. If you read Brandon's prep fully, you would know that, that women were actually impressed with the way he looks. Sounds like she gave up after the first few stories. Yeah, she, she it wasn't just, good she, enough. She's scanning or... it right now. <laughs> oh, Ben Carson. Oh, okay. I read that story like a week ago. Oh, it's Mark. It sounds <laughs> like back. Mark's back. <laughs> Your turn, Brandon. So you guys didn't see the weed story that was in my prep. Did you happen to see that? Well, Je- if you had prep, I'd read it. The Genie Bus story? Genie Bus about the women of wrestling. She's now um, she's now adopted the women of wrestling. It used to be a league. She's brought that into her portfolio along with the Lakers. Genie Bus is now have to do with doing weed? women's wrestling. That's a separate story from weed. Oh, okay. I thought this was going back to weed somehow. That's a second story. <laughs> okay, okay. That you never saw. It's from September. What happened to Genie oh. Bus? What happened to Genie Bus and Phil Jackson? Is that kind of a weird couple? Yeah. Yes. How much it's older like, was wait, he? Yeah, he was like 50 years older than her, wasn't he? Well, I guess, I guess she's always a little older than I think she is. I always thought yeah. she was younger. What, she's like pretty, she was pretty hot, years though. Older. Oh, she looks great. 61. Oh, she's 61? I didn't know she was that old. She doesn't look that old. Well, I mean, it's like like all the pictures of... I don't think I've seen her nude in a long time, though. Wasn't she nude in Playboy at one point? She was nude? Yeah, Jeannie Buss was. I, don't, I, might, I might be able to search. Oh, there it is. I think so. Yeah, yeah that's her. Look at this headline. Lakers vape genie bus showing her hairy pussy in natural titties. What? <laughs> Say hairy pussy? What? I'm sorry. This is really? the World Wide Web we live in today. 
That's a that's a Playboy picture though, that right? That hairy to me Correct. in that one picture. Hmm. Okay. But all the pictures with her and Phil Jackson okay. kind of look hmm. ridiculous. It kind of looks like it's a it's a guy with his daughter on. Looks like face. Grandpa with his yeah. granddaughter. <laughs> so anyway, going back to the Washington Post, Which, they lost five hundred thousand subscribers, and there are some layoffs. And the Washington Post seems to have the type of employees who feel that you can't lay us off. What are you talking about? So they have this content. Usually it's like, oh, man, people losing their jobs. This sucks. You know, is there a chance to get hurt? But they're like, what? What are you doing to protect our jobs? Play, play the town hall, Brandon. I, I think it's just a couple-minute clip there. And this it's, is, look at what assholes. This is, is the guy. Behind this, a is their, this is one of their bosses, by the way. Yeah, this is the publisher. subscriber. Who's finishing up? To me. He's finishing up this town hall, which reminds me of a gathering in the Peach Pit. <laughs> and uh, yeah. except the Peach Pit never acted like this. And he makes it clear, like, "Hey, more information's coming," and then this happens. The staff has some questions right now. Answer them. Plus, for a second, what did they say? They said you should answer our questions because we're a news organization organization that values transparency, and this is our only opportunity. Wait, these are the people getting fired? No, yeah, no, no, no. These are oh, these the are the ones still. Yes, yeah, ones still there who are okay. demanding protection. Yeah. No, you have multiple opportunities. As representatives of the guild, we have representatives from the post. You meet every week, you're meeting tomorrow. We're this not is a town hall. This isn't only about the guild. We're going to do a grievance session for the guild. Sorry. It's not a grievance session. It's a question. Brad, you talked about positions getting eliminated. What are you going to do to protect people's jobs? Are they going to be treated like the magazine staffers were? We'll have, we'll have more information as we move forward. Thank you very much. Is this yes. a little bit of 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 a little well, that's they, what's they happening. That's me, what, they have some as, swagger. Uh, they, they strike me as people who are very unrealistic. They think they're extremely important. Entitled, very entitled. At a minimum. I've, I've never seen a room of... Post. I've never seen a room of Times. 400 people and everybody's wearing masks. Well, I don't think they're going to work. Wait, are they all wearing no, masks? I saw all of them, but... I, I did see some masks. Here's Those one, people, aren't they most one, of them younger, one, though? One, here's one. They're all over the place. Their, their newsroom is very young. I mean, They've that, run out a lot of older people. And at that point, I'd keep my fucking mouth shut. I want to keep my job. Absolutely. I'm not I, doing this. No, this is where... Um, we were apparently stupid. We didn't know it all when we were their age, but they do know it all, and <laughs> they don't mind telling the people who've been there a long time that you don't know shit. It's really a, I mean, it's a total flip. Yeah. Well, and, and what's, what's it the. It reminds me of being a parent as opposed to a child. Yeah. When I was a child, you know, you got stuff on your birthday and Christmas and stuff. And then when I was a parent, it was like, wait, they get cash from all these people? And it just <laughs> it keeps coming nuts. all year round. It's wild. I get mad at my, like, <laughs> in-laws. Like, well, you're buying my kids more fucking gifts than I'm getting them. Like, this isn't fair. It makes me look bad. No, it's, well, <laughs> it, when you're involved in a divorce, too, where there's two sets of parents, <laughs> oh, my God, the stuff is just flying, and I just didn't recognize it all. And then I think when I was, when I most realized that it was a situation that I knew nothing about was when I was driving back from Chicago, and Alex and his friend couldn't find the second set of headsets in my Escalade, so... <laughs> They had to play the audio for their movie over the speakers. Yeah. So oh. I had to listen to their movie while they watched in the back seat. Listen, and I put up 
token resistance. And then I was like, oh, God, whatever. What? Just let me get home <laughs> and go to my room. Look at that sentence, too. Like, how entitled. They had I have more power in my own room than I do in this room. They had headphones and they were an Escalade and they're complaining. No, my fucking Escalade. They lost the fucking headphones and I got to listen to their fucking movie. Exactly. But don't these people realize the alternative? I'll bring everyone back and we'll cut everyone's pay in half. Like... That's not. No, that's not how either. they see it. That's not how they see it. They You've got to pay us all. Well, here's what I would have said if I were him. If I had a sm- bunch of smart ass like I said, you know what? You ought to write better. Then people would stop unsubscribing. Ooh. If you wrote some better shit, okay? Duh. Yeah, yeah I think. Then unsubscribe because I'm your boss. The answer is to take the paywall down because then I'd read the Washington Post. But that makes me angry because they're always <laughs> sending out like. Here's a news flash, and then it's a paywall. Hey, I know. And, and I think that makes me angrier than not seeing anything that's in the New York Well, I, I started subscribing to the Post and the New York Times because, mostly because people would send me the stories and the same thing would happen. And you can't and read them. <laughs> also, I felt like, okay, since people say, you don't read any, you only read this and this. It's like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually subscribe. And then I don't, can't, nobody can say that I don't, I'm not have full access to the Washington Post and the New York Times. So, so I think it was Saturday, there was an article in the Washington Post that I would have normally not been able to read. It was an opinion piece by, I got to find it. it was and now so all you read is funny. Outkick. No, <laughs> Outkick I follow on Twitter. Okay. And I, so I only get it when they tweet out a big story and I skip a lot of Outkick stuff. But there's stuff in Outkick that you will not read any, no right. one else right. will report I'll on. give them that. They have, they have stories when no other publication, good example, the... Uh, what was it? The the BYU volleyball? Yes, they were the only they were the only source for information on that, which is bizarre to me. And obviously, people are interested in reading it, not oh, just no. because I'm it's sure bullshit, they do well. But. I feel very confident they do well. Okay, let's see. This story was about Twitter, and oh God, I wasn't about uh, Sweens, was it? Sweeners? No, it was not about uh, Sween Dog. Sweener. Okay, Hugh Hewitt. <laughs> wrote an opinion piece, The Lies of Twitter and the Damage Done. And this is in the Washington Post, and he's pretty much saying that, you know, I know you don't like this, but Twitter was really favoring one political party during the election, and we're reading the Twitter files. They're done by people that we trust, people like Matt Taibbi, Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to think who the other journalists were. There were a couple people. And the Twitter files that that Elon unleashed... This was a monstrous amount of data that Matt Taibbi went through. You know what? I follow or I saw that story come out on Twitter right when it came out. And I went to Taibbi's page and the the followers were going up by the thousand. It was like 90.7, oh, 90.8, really? 90 point. Like everyone was fucking following him. I no wonder, shit. I wonder where he's at now. I was like, well, good for him. Yeah, that's. Well, I wonder if it did, uh, did our scoop on Jason Carr bring our Twitter up. <laughs> Okay, let me see. The lies of Twitter and the damage done. This is really funny. Um, are we done with commercials yet, Trudy? Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm just trying yeah, to stall Taibis for a minute. at like 1.5 million followers now. I swear he was under 100,000. Really? Lies of Twitter and the damage done. So the main thing that I find that I was missing by not having access to this was just just a few articles, but like the free press, they tend to put their best stuff behind paywalls. All right, yeah. There's lion stories I want to read behind a paywall, and I'm like, ah, fuck it. 
everything, everything is behind a paywall in the Washington Post. I I don't think you even get one article. And I understand that, you know, they're trying to make money here, but look look at the streaming services. You have 15 streaming services now, and if you want to read news, you'd have to get 15 to 20 different paywalls. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you have to invest a little money in it, but anyway... Uh, so Hugh is is writing pretty much the story as I understand it that Twitter was shadowing a lot of people they had no business shadowing there and and you know what the former head of Twitter Jack what's his last name Dorsey Jack Dorsey came out yesterday and said this is my fault I allowed a particular political party to get in my building mm-hmm. and get to my people and I fucked Twitter up. That's it's surprising. my fault. Yeah, no, but he said this before. He was very clear about it this time. Um, are you censoring people? Um, no, Dorsey answered. I mean, he was very much, during the time this was going on, he said, oh, no, no, everything's being done above board. Everything's yeah. fair. And then now it turns out the Twitter files come out, and these are respected journalists writing this stuff. And so I, thought, I read Hewitt's opinion piece. I thought, oh, this pretty unusual read this in the washington post i wonder how this is going over so i go to the comments oh boy um i was shaking my head about the amount of bs in this article i had to look up the url the site i was watching if this really was the wapo that i'm paying to read well-researched and intelligent articles (laughs) it was not the crappy new york post this man is teaching constitutional law to university poor students uh Twitter wasn't censoring conservatives, it was censoring conspiracy mongers and hate speech and fascists. Private site, as far as I know, right-wing paranoids are not a protected class. In other words, not one fucking comment, not one person relates one iota to what he he was writing. But they're so fucking mad. Yo, it's outrage here is really a thing to see since we don't see it all that often. It wasn't quite present in such muscular form for threats to our democracy and country during the Jan 6 hearings and their many toxic revelations. Not talking about January 6th. He's talking about no. Twitter. And by the way, he's not really that outraged. He's just saying that, hey, this is going on. And they did like say it, it was both, both sides had some ears, but the, the left had more control. Yeah, I think he was pretty clear in that respect. Um, I saw plenty of eye-wateringly stupid and false tweets posted by conservatives on Twitter. I didn't realize that the authors had put so many hours into honing their couple of hundred characters into finely crafted gems of BS. Uh, the piece might have some impact if it was written by someone with credibility coming from Hugh. It's just crap. So then I had to look up Hugh Hewitt. I'm like, who is this guy? I don't even know who the fuck it is. Does he write opinion pieces in the Post often? I actually want your analysis of the level playing field at Fox News, Mr. Hewitt. <laughs> Twitter is not the nation's town square. It's a private business operating in a capitalistic environment with the intent of making as much money as it can. Of course you're wrong, Hewitt. I mean, it's the biggest beatdown, and the comments go on and on and on. And I thought, surely, like, usually sometimes I notice in um, even OutKick or the Daily Mail, you'll get past the first 20 people that are just completely right. on one side, and then you'll start seeing the other people responding. There wasn't the Never, other side? never. I thought you were going to say there were some great arguments back and no, forth. No, there's no arguments at all. They were deleting all the rights posts? Um, you know, they were deleting a lot of stuff. They were shadowing. I mean, stuff. James Woods got 100,000 new Twitter followers by doing nothing. Yeah. Just by some adjusting of some, some tinkering over Twitter. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's just, it's they're saying absolutely the same thing over and over and over. 
Musk wouldn't suppress documents, would he? Oh, that's right. He suppressed the Twitter account relaying public information about the flights his jet made. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's why I said, in light of this Miguel Almagor business, I wish I wish Elon Musk would buy NBC just for a day, just, <laughs> just so he could release all that stuff. But that town hall, I I could not work in that building. No, I couldn't. And I already know I can't work at the New York Times. Not that they want me. But when I read, um, they had a long-time employee. I want to say like 40 years. He quoted the N-word in... I say like in print? In Two. print. Okay. In 2014. He's quoting someone. And he was teaching some classes, I think. And someone dug this up and said, he quoted the N-word! And they demanded he be fired. And I think they had a discussion about this in his class where he... Again, in defending his story, he repeated the word. He's, you know, he, re he read the story. So anyway, there was just complete outrage. He was blown out and or he may have resigned. I can't remember one or the other. But he said, you would not believe what a different newsroom this is from what it was just 20 years ago or even 10 years ago. This place is a world I do not recognize. And I mean, I... I find that to be true about a lot of stuff now. I, I, it's just strange. The things that, just like the girl who gave the, the um, I was thinking if we still had it, but Carl sent it to Mark, I think. The girl that said, you need to ask permission to bring a white friend to your <laughs> yes. people of your friend group of color. Like, huh? What? Your token white friend. What the fuck? And then she said, because, you know, um, they have enough ego to just bring a white friend, and that friend will have enough ego to think they're just automatically accepted because they're with your friend group. Even though they're white and suspicion, there should be terrible suspicion because this white attitude is coming into the friend group, and they're bringing another white person. That's fucked up because I, I believe that the majority, 99% of people, if, if, if I was the white friend to go, I'd get along with everyone. I would too. They're not going to be pissed, and if they are, I don't want to be there. I'm going to leave. But no, but the, but this girl uh, that said this on uh, this was on Carl's Who Are These Socials show. Yeah, the new show. The girl that said this was absolutely d dead serious. But where did they, where are they coming serious. up with this idea that they think they have to do that? Well, this is I don't believe it's true. They don't have to. They think they have to. Well, she's telling them to do this. It's like the the women, you know, the the notice the the message to white women from Time Magazine, the editorial that was at the front of the Time mm -hmm. Magazine that I read the other day about, okay, white women, and they they talk about how white women think they're so perfect and how you spend your whole life trying to be perfect, to have your perfect nails and your perfect colleagues and your perfect job, and. And that Did you look at your nails, true. Nobody Again. asked the whites how they felt. <laughs> Nobody cares what the whites have to say. And they're perfect. In order to accept how racist you are, Trudy, mm -hmm. you must give up the idea that you're perfect. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you need yeah, Trudy. You need black women like us to tell you oh how God. racist you are. Can we really? come up with twenty five hundred dollars and send Trudy to that dinner? <laughs> Should we do I'd that? I'd love to see that. Trudy, yeah, did the you money see you that? were going to give to Stuttering John, you can send. That's true. We'll send <laughs> Trudy to get. <laughs> did you see the dinner? No, I didn't. First question is you raise your up, raise your hand if you are a. Racist. Racist. And I think one person didn't, and they're like, get out of the room. I can never remember which things happen on the days you are here and which thing happens on the day you aren't here. Oh. And you listen to some of the show when you aren't here, but this was so fucking funny. And she reads none this of the white problem. women who pays. No, no problem. <laughs> this white woman. Giving up that women, battle. 
Multiple women. It's a grift. These white women are paying $2,500 to go to dinner with black women who then tell them how racist they are and kick them out of the table and, you know, go in the other room and take a time out. No crying. God. This kind of behavior. Look, this kind of behavior that's reflected by social media and drummed into people's heads is bullshit and it's killing us. Yeah, it is killing us. Really, like, ruin. Because. And my dad used to rant and rave about, they're turning us against one another. The Russians will do this at one point. And he used to think he was insane. And I do think some of this are trolls mm-hmm. that are yeah, some of it is. dividing some people. And so, yeah, and some of it is this mindset. It's a lot of social media, though. Right. It's a lot of that's going on. on. Social just, media. Put in, just put white women go to dinner for $2,500 to be told how racist they are. Just Google that. It'll probably come up. Yeah, it's called race to dinner. I'm, I'm looking for it. I'll find it. Yeah, there's some brilliant stuff on YouTube, hey, it's, and it's fucking it, where, hilarious. When the when the white women just meekly go, they just get wailed on. It's hilarious. Where's this taking place, though? Uh, Washington D.C., I think. Really? Oh, or no, it's in New York. It's in New York. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well. It's a thing, though, and these women are making good money. Which what a grift! Can you imagine telling people to come to dinner so you can yell at them and make money? No. How fucking cool is that? No, that's. <laughs> <laughs> How, why would you want to be like I don't, war at war? I don't know. I don't know why these white women feel so guilty. Well, I think most white women, just women, people in general on Facebook and social media want to give this perception that they're perfect. But they all know they, they're all f- fucked up. But, th- but that's what you put on. I'm not going to put on Facebook. Uh, you know, an argument with my wife and I and, you know, just having a shitty time. I'm going to put up the nice pictures at Disney. Sure. Yeah. The image is there. And and everybody presents a public image. You're right, not falling apart in public. Everyone you knows may, they're Yeah. You might be up. when you get home or whatever. You have your stuff. All right. I'm looking forward to now. Jeez. I, I mean, there's a million videos. I just no, don't know which one It's fucking it is. hard to find. Um, we played it on the show. I know, but I, I'm trying. I'm looking. It's hard well, to find. I, I don't know. I is just it started. Deconstructing Karen. Race to dinner. Ask white women to speak up against racism. Is that? Isn't that it? I can't. That's blank. I don't know what you're. Sure. Yeah, right there. No, it's not it. Huh. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is another group. Hmm. I've never had anyone accurately describe what what I'll that is. Exactly oh my God, that voice. That. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what it is. <laughs> Reverse racism is white people getting their feelings hurt because when you're used to being privileged and things become equitable, it feels like you've lost something. That's all that is. White people all up in their feelings because they're no longer privileged. Now they have to share that privilege with everybody. I hate it when black people tell white people how they think. I know black people don't like being told how racist their life is or isn't. I totally understand that, but I feel the same thing in reverse when people suggest that all white people are exactly the same. I just don't like Maybe people, it's a good lesson. people being, you know, shitty to each other. I don't think that helps in any way. Yeah, I don't either. All right, here we go. It took me a minute. Oh, the video oh! deleted! <laughs> Motherfucker! Huh. Why would they delete that? It had millions of people oh. viewing the shit out of it. Can we, can we all God get along? God damn it! Can we, can we get along? <laughs> yeah. So now it's just in its entirety, an hour and 45 minutes. God damn it, I'm This pissed. is like a, we played, made, Brandon, look at the show notes. We played like a five-minute clip. That's what I did. Look, I clicked the show notes. It's not in our show notes? Video it's is unavailable. Show. The video has been removed by the uploader. So there's a blank spot in our show? 
Well, when you try to link to it, it's called. Oh, you're saying no, I'm saying to there's that a there's the a show. piece of it in our show. You want me to play our show? If, if it's unless it's impossible to find, I mean, I, th- I don't. It, maybe it wasn't that. Right, good. Our show on Just our show. Friends. If those guys really had an edge back that we sent um, Inception. Uh, all, <laughs> it wasn't that good. Well, it's not the way you should. Why was it would have been nice if you just heard it. Yeah, Trudy, why couldn't you listen? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is going to be another 20 complaints on Radio Buzzboard. <laughs> All you do is try to find stuff on old shows. <laughs> hey, look at this. We're listening to the October 2nd, 2022 episode. If you kiss Rosie O'Donnell's ass, you're telling me Kimmel wouldn't like her? Jesus Christ! I don't know. I, I'm gonna have. To. <laughs> yeah, I, think, uh, I mean, it would, it's gonna take me time. Yeah, to go maybe through Dan and Evans can go back and find it no, on our I can show. Do it. And get, it's just and not on the fly <laughs> while we're doing a show right now. I can't help it that the YouTube video was taken off the internet. All right, you know what? I'll 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 just. You can absorb it in your own time. I, I get it. I I get it. Either way, we're sending you. Explained it. We are sending you. We're going to come okay. up with $2,500, and you are going to pay to be oh. told you're a racist you at the dinner table. Okay. Are you going to pay for my airfare and yes. hotel? Yes. 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 Or is that too much privilege? <laughs> Good no, point. Tr- okay, here's the question. <laughs> That'll be brought up at the dinner. <laughs> here's the question, Trudy. If we came up with the money, put you up in a nice hotel, and you're going to go, it's, I think it's two hours long. Oh, God. And, two oh, hours. Do you get to drink? Um, and we even gave you money to spend on the town for a night. Uh-huh. Uh, the night previous and the night after. Sure. Would you go? Um, sure, I'll go. It's a business. Oh, You're a better person than me. I gotta go. You gotta give me somebody else to go with, though. Dee. No, no. No, no. her and Dee. No. Wait, to dinner? Wait, can you hang out for one night with you someone? Have... You, you gotta go to the dinner by yourself. I gotta go with my... What? Yeah, no, you, you, you cannot have a comfort one. person, Trudy. You're looking for comfort. That's your white privilege. <laughs> That's what you want to do. You want to bring a white friend just like that woman was talking about on Carl's show. <laughs> All right, then I won't go. Dee broke her foot, by the way. So. Aw. Yeah. Is it getting, I hope it's getting better. She's hurt, yeah. Yeah, it's getting better. Okay. She's nuts! How'd she break it? Um, she, she had a little, like, she was in Florida, and, um... Privilege. She, <laughs> <laughs> Never more. Never mind. Yeah, that's she the best thing to do. Hopped off the end of a pier, thought it was sand, and it turned oh, out yep, to be... yep, I have oh. actual audio. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, this is upset Dee is. Oh, is she okay, D? D. Oh, my God, it's over. Which reminds <laughs> me, you guys never talked about the actual audio I have of Vladimir Putin falling down the stairs. Oh, oh he shit his pants, too. Yeah. That happened. That happened to my uncle before. He pulled a Putin? Yeah. Man, that sounded like he was farting down the stairs. No, there's liquid coming out of those farts. <laughs> Sharding down the stairs. Wow. Yeah, that was that was the best story because, I mean, it's one thing for Putin to fall down the stairs, and it's kind of like, oh, Jesus. But when he's shitting himself, then it's, now you've really got a story. Because the visual is incredible, and just the people helping him and just going, oh, my God, it stinks. I, I saw that headline, and Brandon's prep about it. Um, Thanks, Trudy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who independently confirms that he shit his pants? We don't dude? care. Yeah, we don't want it to be confirmed. Matter. We just don't want it to be unconfirmed. We want to believe it. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> and we're so happy. He's an evil person. It's almost like, you know, you can't stop Putin. There's nothing stopping him. I mean, he'll be a head in a mayonnaise jar yelling at the world at some point, <laughs> won't he, when he's yes. dead? Yeah. But the idea that 
he could fall down the stairs. Very realistic. And the idea that he would shit his pants is very possible. Because that could happen oh. to anybody. How did it happen to your uncle, by the way? I'm so sorry. He was just walking down the stairs with a coffee and slipped, had to go. And it all th- that impact, it just, it just, he lost oh, it. God. So he was pinching his rectum. Correct. Into the bathroom. So what not, happened? not only then he shit himself, spilled coffee all over himself. <laughs> made it to the bathroom before I lose my house. All over myself. He wasn't even that. He's probably like forty-five. He was not like he was that old. <laughs> He's about your age. It could happen to you, Jim. It's in his jeans. Could have been me. <laughs> yeah, you have that shit gene too. You're gonna slip and shit one day. So too. <laughs> I want to know how did this repel around the Bentley family? Oh, my aunt loved it because my uncle likes to give my aunt some. Some shit. Wait, like, you, the married couple? The married couple. So like, oh, so she was actually kind of delighted by the whole thing. Oh yeah, was she, she was her husband. She called everyone. Guess what? <laughs> I almost said his name, but <laughs> but she was just telling everyone about it, and and because she would like, and my aunt's you know pretty lady, not. A yeah. big one, but she's she, hot. she'd sit on the couch, and my uncle would jump up and go, "Whoa!" <laughs> and she's when she walks, he go, "Wah wah 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 wah." Oh, <laughs> he would just, what? He would just fuck with her, what? Oh and she God. wasn't really overweight. No, <laughs> no. What, and we'd all laugh about it. We thought it was hilarious. Oh, will you shut up? <laughs> it must be the, the well, you she was actually If she was actually a way overweight, it wouldn't be funny. No, the she fact wasn't. That she's thin makes it funny. But the Bentley <laughs> men are opinion. so charming that they can get away with something like that? No, well no, they can't because I've adopted some of his <laughs> some of his sayings like It's in the it, genes. It's not I, your fault. I call well he's not he's through marriage, but I, I thought he was funny. He's a funny guy. So he call the kids Meathead and Bonehead. Like I call Reese Bonehead. <laughs> I call Kate the Warden. Meathead like, and Bonehead. <laughs> Kate's the warden and she hates it. <laughs> I like Meathead and Bonehead. Kids need to be kept in their place. Case <laughs> you be seen and not heard. All the time walk in, what's up, Bonehead? Like, <laughs> Reese knows he's bonehead. I remember, oh boy, this is not a good memory, really. Because I remember the look on her face. When my dad remarried, I had never had step-parents because my parents divorced and they were not re- My mother never remarried, but my father did remarry. And I don't think how long they'd been remarried. It must have been a while because she was, let's see. He got remarried. I want to say he was like 60 and, she, or no, he's probably 55 and she's like 38. She's a lot younger than he was. She's very pretty, too. Meredith, beautiful. Beautiful woman. Really sweet lady, too. Uh, who's no longer with us, and I'm sorry for that. But we went to a Naval Academy football game, because my dad went to Naval Academy. Ooh. And I was on a pretty rare visit there, and everything was going swimmingly. And we went to the game, and my dad had, uh, he had like a little chair. My dad had the best penis in the military. <laughs> he had these seats that were... Maybe like second row upper deck. He loved these seats. Mm. He was very proud of them. He bragged about them a lot. And he had his own chair that he took for his back. Mm-hmm. And then um, he sat down and he made some, some like, uh, the chair. I think I asked him, like, do you bring that to every game? Like, it seemed like a hassle to me. And mm-hmm. he was like, oh, yeah, it's really comfortable. And he said, and, uh, Mary's got her own uh, cushion. Meaning her ass. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I didn't. I was probably sixteen or something. I didn't get it. I was well, like, "What huh? does that mean?" But, but I remember looking at her face, and she's like, just had this grumbly oh, look on her face. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized what oh, I was being it. said. She may be hiding what's called junk in the trunk. Speaking of world leaders, did you see the South suit? Oh, South Sudan was that it? Did you see that president? The one that pissed himself. <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah. I love how world leaders are just I shitting know, themselves around the clock. This guy pissed on himself live TV. on live television. On live television? Oh. What? Yeah. yeah that, the, that's the that's a new standard. 
Oh, that was in your prep. Although, I have a feeling Biden could do that. <laughs> what? Look at, oh my God, you can see the piss getting... Make it bigger, make it bigger. Why does he turn around or something? Oh my God. He's, he's, going down his leg. he's looking at it, going down his leg. Fuck! <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> looking at it. Okay, how old is this guy? Seventy-one. And there's oh, like, man. there's military. You know, it's a military thing. So he's probably incontinent. Is no idea. He's not yeah, that old. Seventy-one. He, well, he's, he's, but he could have some problems. Yeah, he's like people. He's, some people he's do. Kind of loose clothes. Why don't you just uh, do pens? Or just walk Instead away of really yourself. Quick. Yeah, that was that was not cool. <laughs> uh, Maybe the South Sudan, you just pee yourself whenever you want. Maybe that's normal. You're right. Good yeah. point. Now, I'm so envious of dogs it. who can just pee and poop wherever they want to at cool. any time. Oh, by the way, reminds me. Some dog took a huge <laughs> oh, dump in I my front yard. I walked by it yesterday. Those what? were massive turds, Drew. I Those, took a picture of it. They were like the <laughs> size of Red Bull cans. <laughs> I'll send it to all of you. They were, it was huge. This I is almost what the dog stepped said. in it. Yeah, it was like, uh, I, my, my question was, wait, so someone did not bother picking this up. They no. apparently thought... Ah, I'm not gonna pick well, this up. Fuck that. He's probably done the like, same. This guy lives here. He's probably done the same thing. They're right. My dog. I'd be like, I gotta leave that for someone else to see. I can't pick that up. Are you sure it's a dog? Could it be a human? Could it be a disgusto? No, it's a dog. It's just a. It's a big dog it's a though. Big ass dog. It's gotta be like a. I don't know. Like There's a great so Dane. So many dogs in this neighborhood. True to your possession of the dump now. Oh, okay. It's uh, you don't need to send it to me. I almost stepped in it. Can you believe that 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 they would just not pick that up though? Must have been maybe they did a fake out like I've done that occasionally when I didn't have the right kind of bag with me. I just reach over like I'm <laughs> picking it up. Pretend like and... you're picking it up. <laughs> I've done that too. Well, I figured it was karma. I wasn't that mad about it, well, but Betty, I did take a picture of it. Yeah, Betty doesn't like. Should to tweet think... it out whenever we go for a walk. Yeah, you should tweet that. <laughs> no, you need to tweet nothing that dumb. said. I'm just, tweeting this out. Just tweet it without it. <laughs> Does anyone know who did this in my front yard? <laughs> oh my gosh. In my front. How many views do we have on uh, Jason Carr? I, I don't know if I can Carr. see the total views. Let's see. I mean the total views. Well, oh, on Drew that? had said that he saw. Yeah, on the original tweet, it gives you the number of views. Where? Right here? Oh, 7.7 7, thousand. What? Really? Uh, See what happens when people are asking the same question and somebody comes up with the answer? 7,766 views. It's not even up for. Drew, I got to see the dump off of your phone because it won't come to mine in in your basement. Piece of shit phone do you have? Oh, I got it. I don't have Android or something, do you? Show Trudy that dump. I don't even want to click on it. Oh my God, that's human. That's not human. It's broken off like a dog. Yeah. Yeah, I think the broken off factor is what. <laughs> I don't think humans. Like there's sand uh, in it. I think a human would know to let the whole thing go out at once. A dog would just not care. <laughs> That's a big Broken dog. off. Oh my god! Oh, the dog wanted to get onto something else, and then realized, oh, I gotta unload that now too. I think it's so thick he couldn't fit it in a little bag. Jesus! Like, oh my god! Know? There's already comments on it. Drew, is it it's right by the driveway? If you want to see it in person. <laughs> Uncle need, Clancy says sorry. You need to put something next to it for scale. It's a great idea. <laughs> what, do you, what can you put next to it for coke can? A, like, a coke can? Um, Seriously, a red, those red are can. huge dumps. I'm not. My new Trump NFT. Oh yeah, that's online only. It's digital only. <laughs> I love that people already Jesus. commented on it. And they... that's right out in your front yard where I'm parked. 
Yes. Oh boy. Oh, it's, it's by the drive. It's right on the driveway on my side. I'm not on my a... house side, not the other house side, but my house side. I like to cut that corners toward... too. I yeah. walk on the grass a little bit. Yeah, so it's very close careful. to the street, also. So yeah. heads up. I almost uh, we're right where my car was parked. Actually, Trudy's vehicle is currently parked <laughs> right next to that dump. You better not slip in it. You <laughs> <laughs> came in like D. <laughs> I pulled up. I'm in the I'm in the space um, next to your neighbor's house. Yeah. And uh, then he takes off, fires off. To Taco Bell, and comes back and he goes, "Your punk, you stole my spot. Yeah, you stole my parking spot." Jim, can you do the uh, hall commercial on the two percent, one percent, first year, second year? One percent. Explain yeah. that yeah. while I'm get, heating up my coffee and picking up that dump. No, he didn't go smell that dump. He didn't go <laughs> bend over and. <sighs> So the holidays can be expensive, and right now credit card interest rates are higher than they've ever been, higher than since 1996. So Hall Financial is here to help you become debt-free. Uh, getting a cash-out refinance from Hall Financial, from me at Hall Financial, is a great way to use the equity in your home to pay off high-interest credit card debt. Just give us a call, free five-minute mortgage review with Hall Financials, all it takes to get you and your family in a better position this holiday season. So it doesn't hurt just to give a quick call. Sometimes we'll say, yep, it makes sense. No, it doesn't make sense, or at least give you the numbers so, so you can make the decision whether it makes sense. But right now, get the money you need with a cash-out refinance from Hall Financial. Call 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. Mm -hmm. And don't be afraid to ask for me because I love talking. Was that a fart? No, it was a cough. Okay. No, I love talking to people. I love talking to the listeners, too. You guys make it so much easier. Talk a little bit about the show, but help you out. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what you need to know to, to make your decision. Also. <laughs> Aww. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of a lot of people I've been talking to. Good. Really? Kind of go through and, and reach out to us. I like to see, we see on our screen, like, where they came from. So if it's Drew and Mike, it's always... Oh, it can, you can see when people link right through our website? Correct. Then maybe everybody should do that right now. Mm -hmm. Every single person and click every single one Do of those it. links. That way we can retain some advertisers from 2023 and I don't lose my job. <laughs> <sighs> Is that an like, issue? Maybe. Like the Washington Post? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We do have to cover something, and I don't know if we're not going to be able to get into it today in depth because uh, I'd like Mark to be here because he watched so much of it. But the Casey Anthony. Oh, Is that on Hulu? The Casey Anthony, um, the documentary that has come out is really pissing me off. A bunch of listeners are totally Team Casey Anthony right now. Really? After For watching real? this documentary. Yeah, and it's, piss it's pissing me off because Casey Anthony did that shit. And I'm getting people who are like, Nuh-uh, dude, it's definitely George. I can't believe it, but it's definitely George. Casey's stupid, but George did it. It's Peacock, by the way. Okay, Peacock. But how, I, I, I don't, did, those people had to have thought it was George going into that. Like, I don't the believe listening to her. explain everything. Don't worry about it. So, because I'm pissed off about it. I really am. Now, I get it. When I first watched Making a Murderer, that was before I knew documentaries were starting to skew towards defense of, uh, of a person. And I fell for it. I, the way that it was shot, I was like, wait a minute. Stephen Avery's got set up by the cops. And then I'm like, wait a minute. After a couple minutes and watching it a second time, it's like, no, he did that shit. Same thing with Serial. The podcast comes out. 90% of the chicks I talk to are like, oh, my God. Uh, Syed, he, he's so innocent. I believe he did that shit. And now Casey Anthony, 
the new documentary is out. And our our listeners are saying, dude, you got to watch it because Casey Anthony is innocent. Is it just because they're seeing her for the first time in a long time and she's hot? I don't think she's hot anymore. No, she's not hot I think she's got junk in the trunk. And plus, she's got that whole murdering face. I have to believe those people thinking that didn't know. They didn't watch the trial as it happened and hear everything. Like, this is almost their, their, they knew about her, but this is their their introduction to Casey Anthony. So George goes and visits Casey Anthony like 50 times in jail, and she never once decides to go, hey, Dad, since you killed my kid, can I get out of here? No. Instead, she's like, I don't know what's going on. And when she's uh, when she's driving to Disneyland on her very fake job, mm-hmm. the entire drive out oh. there, all the way up until the point where she's like, okay, this, I'm busted. I didn't do that. She world. was lying for her dad. Well, all the boner liners are like, they explain it. It's not all the boner liners. How many? More more pro Casey than anti Casey. I'm telling you. I can bring I can probably find some of the stuff, but it, it's it, it's blowing my mind. Now I have to watch this. The other one, the other one, and we just we haven't talked about it a lot because we just don't have the information, is the Moscow murders, the Idaho University of Idaho murders between those four people. Yeah. I did like a four hour deep dive into the 4chans, the Reddits, the Facebook pages, everything, all the theories. And that one's pretty freaking wild. It seems like uh because the police haven't come out with any suspects. They're looking for like a white tw- Doesn't mean 20, they don't 11. have someone. Sure, sure, sure. I understand. Um, it, it seems like the biggest conspiracies about this land on a few. Like number one is just the conspiracy that it's a random serial killer in the town that went in and slashed him up like the movie Scream. And they, they tie that to the old woman's dog who got skinned a couple weeks before right. those kids were murdered. And they link it to... A story that happened a couple of years Shut ago where uh, coyotes were shot and killed and then dumped on all the fraternity houses. And so they're like, oh, this person's been around. So that's one theory. The second theory happens to be the hoodie guy that's on the grub truck right. camera. Yeah. Right, uh, which I've already said it wasn't him. The police have said it's not him. Uh, but he's very suspicious and he follows the girls. But the Based police on said like it's not two him. seconds of video. I understand. The third one is the neighbor who gave a couple awkward interviews. People just jumped on him. Oh, it's the neighbor. Oh, it's the neighbor. The biggest one that I kind of went down a massive rabbit hole is the boy, the, the, the boy and the girl that were together. Uh, is it Ethan and Xana? Mm-hmm. They were at the great a sleuth. Sigma Chai. <laughs> Uh, fraternity party that you night, Jim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. which was like right around the corner. You mean Kai from the house and stuff like that. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Sigma Kai. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not a huge frat bro like Jim Bentley. <laughs> frat Do you drink chamomile tea? <laughs> Never heard of that. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, there's all this speculation that uh, while they were at that party that um, one of Ethan's frat mates, two of them, they got into a fight over the, what the girl was talking about. So there's all this information online about two specific frat members who went in and killed those four people. But right now, it's just it's still up in the air and nobody knows anything. Oh, I missed the rundown on y- Idaho. Yeah. Idaho. <laughs> you almost said Utah. Damn it. <laughs> you, you got it right. Well, so the mysterious, like, Skinner person, you know, they, yeah. are, are, is that, 
Demo- I mean, is it geographically? I don't think they know who that is. Is that, is that close? It's two miles away. It's two miles yes, away. It's close. The, the yes. dirt, dog skinning and yeah. the people? Yeah. And a couple of years prior, there were the um, the coyotes that were killed right. and dumped on the fraternity and sorority houses. So people are trying to put all that together. But I think that's... I'm kind of leaning the frat boys, to tell you the truth, but... Um, I ever find this, find out it's so cold now. It's Such really a cold case. been a long time and I'm shocked just following as much true crime as I do. Mm. Even stories that you see on Dateline where it's like, oh God, there's, that's a red herring. That's a red herring. That's yeah. a red herring. And, and after two hours, they show you it is a lot of times I'll find that, wait, that was only six fucking days. <laughs> they did all that investigating in six days. And to them, that's too long to figure out. You know, how many people are out to kill Trudy besides me? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Who's threatened your life besides me? Nobody. No. Several times, too. I mean, oh, I... for years. Yeah. And Drew, before you came down, I was talking about how I'm getting all these messages on the boner line and through some emails, how our listeners are turning into Casey Anthony fans. They're turning into, like, defenders. She didn't do it. Watch the documentary. She didn't do it. We watched the trial. Exactly. But did you watch the documentary? Uh, no, I haven't, but I, I will watch it. It's, it's a tough watch for me, though, because I really fucking hate her. And I've listened to people who are getting sucked in. I've also heard the Scott Peterson people. There's a lot of people yeah. who are Scott Peterson yeah. fans now that think that he got railroaded. Right. No. Scott oh. Peterson did a very good job of killing her somewhere that they did not figure out where it was. It, yeah. wasn't, it didn't appear that it was in her house I think he probably knocked her out in the house and put her in the boat. Mm-hmm. And, and then she's in San Francisco Bay. Right. And, she's and, gone. and then the Scott Peterson defenders will tell you that, well, that went on for so long. The people that killed her knew where they could put the body where Scott was fishing. So that's what they did. Right. It's the perfect crime. Bullshit. People are not that smart. Well, who is going to want to transport her fucking dead body? You've already gotten away with it. And you're going to move her body into the part of the bay that they're all looking for this body? That's crazy. I mean, who had the motive, and what about him in his fake vacations or whatever, right? Oh, yeah, and Amber, and, oh, my God, that Paris, was amazing. Was it? Like a- yeah. Look at the fireworks are going off. This is incredible, Amber. Oh, bullshit. He, and he's at a, uh, a candlelight vigil for Lacey as he's oh. doing this. What a fucking asshole. Murder! Um... That reminds me, I did want to make a programming note. This does not mean the show is over. I'm just making this programming note. We're going to do a show after the Sunday Lions game. Yeah. Which I don't think anybody will mind because everybody's pumped about the Lions right now. I'm geeked yeah. for them. They're so excited. Everybody's going to be on Zoom. And I think we'll do a show next week maybe because we did miss a week. And I, I really want to, you know, a lot of people, in terms of our advertisers, who've been really good for a long time. Business has been really good, but I've noticed that a few of them are slumping. And I want to make sure they get their due before the year is up, and we want to get a couple of shows in anyway, especially the Lions show. In fact, I would probably do a show on Christmas Eve, because they're playing Christmas Eve, aren't they? Or is it yeah, Christmas Chris- Eve day, or Christmas, Christmas Eve Eve? Sunday, isn't it? Christmas is on Are the Lions Sunday. playing on, on Christmas night? Shit. Is that happening this year? Let's I mean, see. It's bound to happen, I'll check the schedule. Saturday, December 24th. Okay. Oh, they're Christmas playing on Eve. Christmas Eve. Yeah, oh, but cool. during the day, Saturday game. At, like one, they, at 1 o'clock, because they do all 1 o'clock games this year. So it'll be an afternoon game on a Saturday. Lions-Packers is TBD. Well, uh, oh, it's to be determined? Final game of the season. There's yeah. a chance that that could. 
that Wait. could move. Oh, that's on New Year's Eve? They could flex it. Or that's New January 8th. January 8th. Yeah. They're playing a game on New Year's Day against the Bears. Wait, so the NFL and college bowls are on the same day? Yeah. Some games. How often does that happen? I just seems like the NFL usually gets out of the way of the bowls on New Year's Day. Yeah, but well, yeah, it's not usually a Sunday, you know. So this year it happens to be a Sunday. They're not gonna. It's a Sunday every seven years. Yeah. <laughs> Six, if a... seems to me. <laughs> Could be wrong. Well, you just forgot about it. I bet there's been some. Yeah, I probably did. I I do forget things occasionally, but. <laughs> We will do the show this Sunday after the Lions game. I hope they win. I, You know, for some reason, my brain hasn't quite adjusted the idea that, A, they could lose three out of the last four and just win yeah, seven no, games that, that could I would yeah. still call that a really good year. I'm still like uh, yeah. a month, month and a half behind on our shows, and so I'm listening to older shows, and I just came across one where we're just like, the Lions are the worst fucking team in the world. We hate them. They suck. <laughs> and since that I show that I just them. listened to, I it's amazing. They've won, what, four or five? So Five out of six. Five out of six. No, I, I, I like this coach. I've always rooted for this coach. Yep. I've always hoped for him. I, don't, I think he's a pretty good coach. I don't know yet. Yet, and I didn't know then. Fuck yeah! It sure looked bad when they were one and six, but I was still. They're dangerous, for man. And now I, I do think he'll be coach of the year unless they have a total collapse, and I doubt that. No. I think they're, we'll play just, anywhere. We'll they play get... on grass. We'll play on turf. We'll go to a fucking landfill. Doesn't matter. So Sunday's going to be a little complicated because uh, Matt Riley's mom died no. after an extended illness. I know. Well, that was really. <sighs> I mean, it was one of those things where it was like when my mom died, it was not a surprise at all. And it was probably, she was 98. So, you know, after not knowing anyone the last two years of her life, it really wasn't a bad thing, in my opinion. Um, Sharon was, Sharon was not in that kind of condition, but she just, she really fought hard the last year. Really, really tough, sad. Yeah. So, so uh, events related to that on Sunday morning. And, and so I got to get through that. And uh, and then there's an there's an event afterwards too, and I was I think I might have even said, oh yeah, in the Lions game. I was talking to Matt. And I'm like, why are you talking about the Lions game after his mother's <laughs> funeral? You fucking asshole. But I think Matt was kind of on board. Like, well, yeah, we're having up something for her, and why not have the Lions game on? Yeah, if anyone's <laughs> gonna have the Lions game on, it would probably. Yeah, I think be so him. too. No, <laughs> but I remember as a kid going to my aunt and uncles, being like. Well, the Bears game is on. I mean, it seems like it would be no harm in having it on, right? <laughs> we don't need toy, we need TV on Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, you have it on. I mean, <laughs> and eventually it would be on. <clears throat> yeah. There were enough men around yeah. who felt it was important. Somebody would eventually just turn the TV on and maybe no volume. <laughs> and next thing everyone's around the TV. <laughs> yeah, like it tells TV, you something. TV heals everyone. It's, it does Football. have a healing effect. Football does. It made it less miserable to be having that Thanksgiving. For sure. Uh, now, there was one piece today that I thought was very important that came specifically through Brandon's prep, which Trudy very specifically ignored, and Mark. Um, <laughs> but this is really more of a, a Drew story anyway, because I've long been angry about the career of young Maddie B. <laughs> I think it was that Maddie B was when I realized people are passing you by left and right in this <laughs> entertainment world. This fucking seven year old with his videos. He's getting a million views of these videos. And he's just this little putsy kid with cute hair, perfect hair, which makes me hate him even more, yeah. of course, because I don't have that much hair. And he would do these, I wanted to call them faggy videos. Okay, <laughs> they were just sappy videos 
where he's re-singing some sappy, you know, like adult contemporary hit the song. The original TikTok. But he was singing it, not Yeah, lip-sync. he was singing oh, it himself. he was singing it himself, not just listening. So, so I watched this. He got all the way up to, let's see, when he was... 12 or 13, he started doing rap videos, which I thought was fucking hilarious. His voice probably started changing. Yes. And and I think at that point, he was flirting with the N-word. Like, maybe they were bleeping it, like he'd mouth it. No way. (laughs) Probably not. But by 2015, um, Matty B, let's see, by then I think he would have been maybe 14 or 13. Anyway, he does this song called, Right Now I'm Missing You. And... You know, he's probably more like 12 or 13, actually, at that point, because the girl in the video's got to be eight. She looks so young. Play the video, uh, Brandon, for Right Now I'm Missing You. There's lines in it like, um, you needed your space. It's like, the girl's eight. What do you mean she needed her space? (laughs) He's like, uh, you know, trying to cope, but I can't take this. Featuring Brooke Aya Addy. I can't take this pain. I can't cope. I wish I could take it all back. Is this an original? This, can you imagine somebody needing space from that tiny child? That's the girl. Look, she's a foot shorter than her mom. Look how old she is. She's wearing an eyeliner. No, she's like 10. The moment when we first met, something I can never forget. I met a crazy, beautiful girl, right? Who was just my type. So I tried to play the part, try to play the start, hit it off. Is that JoJo Siwa? It looks like her. I was thinking the same thing. She's got to be 10. My kids listen to this shit. Coming off like a fool. I saw it coming from a mile away. I couldn't stop it. It was just too late. Because if you love somebody, sometimes you got to be willing to let him go or release it back and wait. I really got my first boner. But I don't want to live in the pretend. She started crying, trying to defend. What can I say? She was my first love, and I imagine we would be together forever. And I'm the source of a heartbreak. She's she's seriously like ten. Okay, there's a line about you needed your space. I swear to God, coming. I'm pretty sure that's JoJo Siwa. I don't care who it is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, her mom's mad at him. Mom. Wait, listen to the lyrics. This gets really funny. Just picture this 11-year-old twink and this 10-year-old girl with lots of makeup. She's got full makeup, yeah. It's so deep for a 10-year-old. <laughs> In your game, it's your space. It is JoJo Siwa. Oh, Maddie B was plowing that before she became a lesbian. They're, they're texting each other these loving breakup notes. She's yelling at her mom, reading Maddie's text. Can you believe this asshole? That's why kids shouldn't have cell phones. I can't find Maddie B, Mom. I'm trying to find the boy at the park. He's got a really important rap coming up because he's got to use the right words here to make it good. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He's going to see her again for the first time. This is so intense. Here we go. Yo. Heads up. Yo. Yo. I knew the right words to say True. Hat in my hand since I walked away yeah. Trying to cope but can't take the pain uh-huh. Wishing I could hear you say my name yeah. Wishing I could take back it all Is it too late for me to call? Take back? I can have anything and this what I choose So baby girl right now I'm missing you Indeed. Here bitch take these flowers <laughs> Stupid Nauseating. Would a 10 year old relate to this? <laughs> they couldn't could they? 
They don't move no. this quickly, do they? I don't know. Oh, man. Fuck is Manny no. going to be disappointed when he learns she's a lesbian? <laughs> I know. Get out of here, Mom. Okay, so today we find out that Maddie B has grown up. He's 19. It's inevitable. He released a new picture where he's got scraggly hair and a fucking beard. Is he on drugs? I'm thinking that he's probably on heroin and firing the N-word all over the place. (laughs) Just firing the N-word at every opportunity. And the fans are just in shock that it's the same person, although the women were saying, oh, he's still really cute. He just looks like he's kind of Oh, they did not. Yes, they did. 12.7 million views, 22,000 comments for Matty B. Don't give him. Hey, guys, I'm not going by Matty B. I'm going by Matt Morris. And he's also Matty B Raps now. I'm Matt Morris. Oh, he's doing more TikTok bullshit. But he looks like dog shit. Oh, that's so funny. God, is that stupid? Is there anyway, where he actually does anything, or is it all just TikTok dances? Oh, it's funny. It's really wacky stuff that makes children laugh. It's like two million people following him on here. Wow. Yeah. Uh, anyway, some, some of the comments were about him meeting street cred. <laughs> Not <Uh-oh>. kidding. <laughs> Like loser. he needs, he needs to get busted uh, soliciting nudes from a sixteen-year-old or something to to move some product. <laughs> he, starts he needs to shoot somebody's feet. He could do that. So, do you feel like vindicated? Then, are you happy because we've now fast we'll forwarded until his views go way down? Oh, yeah, right. and his followers and his views. He had like seventy million likes on those videos. <sighs> And at 20, hit 245 million views on that last track oh. about his, his horrible breakup with that little girl. <laughs> with JoJo Siwa. <laughs> you guys are obsessed. Get a room with JoJo Siwa. Jesus. I mean, she's like eight years old. That was the first, that's probably she's the youngest the little, thing she's ever done. She's the little kid how in the video. We don't need to know she? who she is. Uh, People know every JoJo's 19 girl. now. She came out of the closet when she was she's 11, 12 there. which is weird because of him. Oh my For God. some, oh, okay. I was wondering why, when you Google JoJo Siwa, does that dude from Ellen pop up? Uh, she must have just Twitch. tweeted about it. Yeah, Twitch committed suicide. By the way, for some reason, when you mentioned she was gay at 11, is that true? I oh. mean, not 11, but probably like 17, 16. Somebody sent me. Now, I, this is another one. I'm like you, Jim. I'm like, I don't know whether I even believe this. But then I did find something that was similar. It was about. 12 people, 12 years old, transitioning, successfully transitioning, changing their sex without the knowledge of their parents. And I was like, what? (sighs) Why would anyone, why would anyone want a 12 year old to do that? I I don't really know if I believe that. I don't know if I believe it either. Uh, I don't know if there was surgery or if it was just hormones or what it was. Just changed their name. But that's all they could have done. I don't know, but they said, oh, well, that's that's another another part of it entirely is kids changing their name in the school without the parents knowing. Now, we've heard this before on the show, and people said, uh, what's the matter with that? What do you mean? Why wouldn't you tell the parents? Why would the parents not want to know? They're their parents. But this is a true story because I've now read it in multiple platforms, and I, I've had this story <laughs> sitting here for two days going, I don't know if I fucking believe this. California school board president who rubbed shoulders with Kamala Harris. Oh, that's that's important. That's kind of like yeah. being Kylie Jenner's ex-friend. <laughs> that's important. Resigns after inviting students to his gay adult party where they were applied with drinks by half-naked men in elf hats and oogled by dirty Santa. 
Stephen Leonusa, president of Claremont United Schools District, on December 3rd held a Christmas fundraising party and paid members of the school choir to sing. At the party at his home featured a dirty sand and scantily clad men dressed as elves with students allowed to access a free bar. Parents were outraged, and he resigned at the meeting after an angry school board meeting today. Uh, let's see. 62 years old, high-profile Democrat who rubbed shoulders with Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren, held the party December 3rd. Uh, I've been there for 17 years. He organized the party as a fundraiser for schools and paid members of the choir to attend and well, sing. That's a good but thing then, right? Parents were fuming when they found out details of the party. His invitation to the students was condemned to the school board meeting the next week because they were offered open bar and to socialize with half-naked men. And the Dirty Santa was making uh, disgusting comments to great laughter to our children, according to sources. <laughs> How dirty? Laugh. Like bad, bad Santa dirty? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Upon the school, students rally invited this high school choir group into his private adult party. They were encouraged to take part in food and festivities. Students begin their scheduled performance until over an hour later, and some were offered alcohol and partook by party guests, including inappropriately dressed entertainers. There's some pictures in there. But anyway, the guy did resign, so that part is definitely real. And I, <laughs> I can say with pretty good certainty that this audience is not a fan of Drag Queen Story Hour. <laughs> <laughs> Only yeah. going by the last argument we had on the show <laughs> and all the people who sent me different things, including the most popular, which I probably received four of, were this story about, let's see if I can describe it. It was a picture of a dude wearing a thong underwear and no nothing else and a big bulge in front, of course. Yeah. And he's teaching these little girls how to twerk. Yeah. And the girls were like, I don't know, seven or eight years old. Oh, these stories are all over the place. And I just thought, why, why would anyone do that? What is, what is being missed if that doesn't happen? But that's not, that's not common, is it? If, Jim, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just, every time we, break, we talk about this, Mark gets mad because he says, well, what's the big problem? Who cares? Where is this? Drag Queen Story Hours is all not uncommon. It's, yeah, but where's this particular video? I think from? this is in New York if it's the one that was sent to me. Ottawa, or this, this is Ottawa, but I don't know if that's a. That's not the. That's not the one people are sending me. This is the one where they get this little oh, girl here to twerk, though. Yeah, this is where they. they look at, all right, nine-year-old, time for you to twerk. That's weird. And nope, now now let's get the four-year-old up to twerk. I gotta tell you, tell you um, the weird thing is that here's this one you're talking about. Yeah, that's the one. This is a dude in a thong. That's a dude. With some eight-year-old twerking. It's just, it's bizarre. It's weird to me. Look at all these kids down here. Like, what? Why are they looking at a dude? Those kids are like four. Yeah, and they're like, why we got to watch some dude in a thong? But, hey, if you don't like this, you're a transphobe. But this made me want to do a Twitter poll just to find, this is why we need a phone calls. Because you can't, I mean, if people have two different opinions, you can't resolve it. So why not just be able to get some other opinions or a Twitter this poll video. Who's going to have a positive opinion of this video? I don't know. That's what I don't understand. Like, I don't care if someone wants to dress like that on their own time, but you really have to do it there. Like, Jim, I'm so proud I have to show it to everyone. Even they're invited. Like, they, it's a thing. Drag queen story time is a real thing. It's not something that just happened once. It's a regular thing. And there's certain people. Um, the reason the story came up on the show the other day was because People were so pissed about it that there were more protesters than people <laughs> getting the well, drag queen story like. time. Probably there's really not that many people there, but then everyone's got to talk about it and everyone thinks it's, you know, everywhere at every city. 
like so. Okay, and I'll, sh I'll show you at the side so you can get better. If anything, this would be This is how you twerk. Crouch down into this sort of position here, so your bum sticking out. Don't be taking this all in. <laughs> and then you just move your bum up and down like that, and that's twerking. That's fucking creepy. <laughs> but you're a transphobe. Uh, I'm a transphobe, excuse me. Well, so then counter-protesters started showing up. And so the counter-protester was, was ripping the signs away from the protesters. They were grappling over the signs, and the cop, a cop was called. And when he got there, two guys were fighting over the, the transphobes sign, who doesn't like drag queen story time. And the guy who was the counter-protester swung at the cop and hit the cop in the face. Ugh. So the cop had said, I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah. <laughs> You're not hitting me in the face. And he arrested the guy. But meanwhile, you know, there's all these eight-year-olds there being read stories. And it's so adorable. And uh, actually, there were three to nine-year-olds. And it looked like more of the kids were closer to three than to nine. Oh. But... Um, like again, that's something guy, you do. No one dressed... Not even a straight, normal woman would go with, you know, barely dressed in anything in well, story time, like... Well, can't anyone just read a story? Does it have... What is yeah, better no. about a drag queen story? I don't understand. I just don't understand it. And I, like I said before, I'm not going to go and protest. And I don't care that much. It's no. Not, it's not... They're not my kids anyway. Well, Attorney but, General Dana Nessel disagrees with you. No, it's not a problem for kids who are seeking a good education. Drag queens, okay? Let me say this. Drag queens, not only are they not hurting our kids... Drag queens make everything better. Well, drag queens are fun. She must drag be getting votes out of it then. Entertainment. Yeah, right. Do you well, think she gets um, more votes by being for it than it? against it? Because no. I guarantee you that's all that matters to her. Oh, uh, maybe. Actually. Because the, the the other people that are against it aren't going to vote for her anyway. She's just trying to fire up and get those people that will vote for her. Well, one alert listener sent me two stories. One of them was in um I can't remember what it was in a conservative type of uh, publication. And the other one was in um, probably a lefty organization and said, look at the difference in comments. And then the one it's like, this is sick. Oh, what's wrong with these fucked up people? <laughs> and then the, the other publication, the comments were, there were people that didn't like it, but there were also people going, what's the big deal? They're just uh, twerking is just dancing. It's uh, how often do kids learn to shake their booty? What's the difference? Oh! oh, no. Trudy, did you get nailed? Oh. Oh. Here you go, Trudy. Just a little bit, but I think Lila absorbed most of it. Lila. <laughs> oh, I had so many paper towels. Coffee. Lila's already in the doghouse because... That's the biggest disaster possible. No, it was not that big a disaster. It just came out of the hole, and the top didn't come off, so... It's... Hot liquid. Why do we have to always exaggerate? Did they ever caulk this board? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the biggest spill. Oh, Lordy. You have the slow mo one? I don't know if I do. It's amazing. You can hear the spill in the slow mo one. You can actually hear the wave yeah, of coffee coming does. out. Brandon, I'll slow it down after the show because you're not. We have it. <laughs> I swear to God, we have it. We don't have it? Uh, we could slow it down if we don't have it now. Lila's already in the doghouse because when I went upstairs to heat up my coffee, there are all these. Uh -oh. Like toilet paper rolls on the stairs. Oh no! I saw that. Oh, I left the bathroom door open. She went into the garbage and immediately starts pulling out uh -oh. anything she can, what? and then she chews. She could take a piece of. Uh, you know, Drew, that was probably paper, me. Like this big. Oh, you did that. I went up and peed you, early on in the show. I you littered all the uh, all the uh, the toilet paper rolls. No, he left the door open. I left the door open. No, that wasn't me. I left the door okay, open. Okay, there's probably. a bigger crime though. Yeah. <laughs> 
I want to know, because I think this is weird. I don't know why I think it's weird, but I went up to the bathroom the other day after the show, and the, the bathroom, the garbage can is very small. And in the garbage can, like, what the fuck is in the garbage can? It's a belt. It's mine. Like, oh, I saw that your belt. belt. I thought it was Drew's belt. Do you think that I, my bathroom connected the Goodwill? <laughs> <laughs> did you, did your you, belt? Did you outgrow my your belt, belt during the no, show? No, I it, for the last time in the day, I, I went to like buckle it, and it's like it's it's breaking. It's on the point of of that leather fatigue. Did you know? think it was appropriate to put it in the bathroom garbage? I, I was just done with it, so I put it in the garbage. <laughs> and then later on, I thought about it. I'm like, I'm looking for the trash can. Uh oh, he's gonna he's gonna think something's funny. Weird I, about I that. suspected you. I don't know why. <laughs> because. It's I, thought, I don't think Trudy would outgrow her belt during the show. That seems unusual. <laughs> well, it's not. A, if you if you see it, you can see that I haven't outgrown it. But, but the it's just that, not working. No, it, it, the buckle works. The buckle it's, broke. it's just that the spot that I've been buckling it in has just been ratty. You know, used so many well, times. That your it's pants so tight. If you fart, you blow your <laughs> shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> well, a guy like me, my I've needed a new belt for a year and a half. Like I'm wearing it until this thing fucking falls apart. It's really apart. funny. Right. I don't know why. I've had my belt for so long, and I was thinking this the other day, like, why don't I get a new belt? <laughs> why don't every... I care enough? Do I care so little about life that I don't think enough of myself to have a brand new belt What'll once happen? in a while? What'll happen yeah. is when you go to buy one, you're going to look at it, and you're going to go, What's the... they want 70 bucks for it, and you're going to throw it back, and then in a couple of weeks, you'll end up giving in and yeah. buying it. No, and I never know... do that. I always buy the. I always buy a really good belt because I figure, I never buy fucking belts. belts I should buy three expensive. of them to rest, yeah. last me the rest of my life. And, and I've had the pretty this, please drop your pants. Like I don't know the past month or so, I'm like I hate fucking everything I have. I'm throwing it all away, <laughs> and that was step one. But sorry, okay. they use your bathroom. But you know what? You should <laughs> all get Shinola belts because they have one that's reversible, so it's black and brown. Oh, well, actually, I like it, that payola yeah. plugola. Oh, mine's black. For Shinola, I can I can do that too. Depends what shoes. Take any yeah, but it, do you yeah, take any payments from Shinola, Trudy? No, but I just found I just found one, and I thought that they were. Where'd you get it? Really good. Um, uh, Somerset. There's a Shinola Ooh. there. Yeah. Were you at the Mitch album Radiothon like I was at no, Somerset? You were. I sure did. I saw a Rupraj. This was Trudy oh, wow. before Brad she Gally. threw her belt out. If it plays. <laughs> Nice computer. I'm in between sizes. I was not. <laughs> I did think it was funny that on the original, now we have the Jason Carr audio, but we don't have the audio, the Numb Nuts audio that we heard the other day. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a really brief thing where he, or the girl described him calling Everard Cassidy Numb Nuts. <laughs> Those no, women I, were so I dinged sweet. her car and, you know, I was parking in Numb Nuts space because. Yeah. He left last week or whatever. Oh, we're bad. still missing that audio. Really? Yeah. You have to look on Reddit. There are a bunch of postings. Audio? Audio on there. Yeah. Oh, there really? was audio yeah. on there. Yeah. I didn't know Including that. Including this. Just read it to yourself, but that's what I was telling you about earlier. Oh. Oh. Can we interlude music? But it's Wait, so what? reckless. Reckless speculation. What? Very reckless speculation. That's pretty reckless, that considering the person reckless. says, take this with a grain of salt because I have no right. reliable info. Well, then why are you fucking <laughs> why? saying it? And then, exactly. And then there's another one where the, where the person is like, well, uh, I theorize that's why this happened, and it kind of goes on. Hmm. Wow. But it's Reddit. See, if they and, would bring this stuff on the air, I think they'd do a lot better. Yeah. It's Reddit, and, you know, everything yeah. gets on Reddit. So. That's another thing we're getting shit from, from the... Uh, 
buzzboard was that we have no Reddit presence, so therefore oh, we're over. Yeah. But however, I don't think they're aware of the fan organizations on Facebook, which have like 12, yeah. there's two of them. One is, I think, 8,000, one is 5,000. Man, and, that's a massive. Oh my God, The Facebook fan pages are awesome. They were, they're, they seriously, are. they're fucking great. I get so much prep from them. Do we need to move them to uh, Reddit for imaging purposes no, with Detroit it, Radio Buzzboard? It Board? has nothing to do with us whatsoever. We don't run them. We don't run the Reddit one. We don't we're, run any of the... Apparently no one We're reads mentioned, them. though, in this in this thread from Detroit about Jason Carr. They're like, listen to the Drew and Mike show, and they have the... Um, Huh. They have the link to the audience. Well, the petition, the petition is nothing but drops from our audience. So <laughs> the comments, that's great. Yeah, that's they're our, really they're, funny. We have a, actually a pretty active audience who leaves their mark out there if you're looking for it. If you want to be one of those buzzboard assholes. He's doing the county fair routine. Yeah, there'll be a bunch of posts about this <laughs> show the on the buzzboard. The county fair. God. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> and someone said, oh, why doesn't you team up with Tom from Bob and Tom? <laughs> Comedians, man. <laughs> to, to the expired personality show. <laughs> but Tom, for, now I feel worse for Tom. Is Tom the one left? I don't know. Oof. Bob is alive, by the way. But oh. Tom is on like 200 stations, isn't he? Tom Griswold. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Do they have a bunch of affiliates? I mean, they yeah, actually tons. have a pretty big imprint. I don't know where. I, I know I've heard them in like the UP and just Toledo? various spots. If really? you just if you just surf, uh-huh. if you surf the radio dial, you uh, you know come Wait, across so them. One of them died. I'm sorry. No, Bob did not die. Bob was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Bob bolted. I did yeah, not I think know Bob's this. older than Tom. I don't read my radio. Seventy. Tom seventy. Yeah, I mean they. Well, Tom must love doing it. I mean, some people actually have fun doing. Content. Is, no. is that a picture where he's back to back with uh, Bob, but they had to cut crop it? <laughs> that's what it looks they like. Did. Yes, yeah. they did. So it's just him, but part of. It'd <laughs> be funny if that's, <laughs> if that's his picture. He's still there. <laughs> you know, it's funny uh, being connected to uh, Evil Carl because <laughs> evil. Carl's introduced me to this whole world of East Coast comedians that I really wasn't. I mean, these guys were all stern people. Yeah. And I think it's where they get their start, and they make a living and everything, but they just, I don't know that they come to the Midwest that much. So I wasn't really aware of them, but they, they all do podcasts, and they're all doing doing pretty well out there. But it's just, there's it's weird how when we were doing radio for all those years, and even with Stern in our market, I did not know a lot of these shenanigans that were going on because we just didn't have the ability to get the information. Mm-hmm. You, with what, what shenanigans? Oh, just crazy shit that happened on Stern oh, show okay. and, you know, people getting in fights and, and these, well, it wasn't out these, there on social media. People weren't like you had to read. No, a news it wasn't. Story. It was not out there. There was no social media. So you didn't have such easy access to the information, but it's interesting looking back on it and seeing, um, I was having this internal debate the other day, like, did I fuck up by not having a constant flow of comedians in the show? Like a lot of these other shows did. And I, nah. we had that option and we did have comedians from time to time, but whenever it was too many, I felt like it wasn't good for the show. Not because they weren't good, they just didn't fit the show. Sure. And, and the audience would be like, uh, all you do is have comedians. <laughs> you can never win. I mean, <laughs> unless you have them often enough that everyone gets to know them and they become part of the show. And just That's a lot of work to have a, you know, an endless flow of merry-go-round of comedians. Right. But some of those shows, it worked really well. I don't, it's just, it just wasn't what we did, but it's just weird. 
just it's crazy. It's you know, crazy. I, I had a little bout where I listened to Opie and Anthony a lot, so I liked Patrice and Jim Norton and. That's how I got to know Jim Norton, but I didn't listen to that show till like 2010. I mean, they were on their last leg when I was able to listen to it. That's exactly when I listened to it. And I liked it. I I I did too. I like what they were doing, but I didn't think it was the only way you could do a show. No. But I think that's this uh, this business of having, you know, beefs is a lot very (laughs) common with these shows. And even though we have our beefs from time to time, we didn't, I mean, I actually have a lot of respect for the fact that they can keep shows going with endless beefs, like Stuttering John and Chad Zumach and all this. Stuff. It's just, beef in your taco. Yeah. It's just, it never dawned on me that that could be a, a, a continuing source of content, but it is. You know what? I was listening to that the other day, and I was like, almost kind of scared. Like, is this guy going to lose his shit and just... Which guy? Chad. That's, Chad Zumach. That's the one like, I told Carl. I'm, I'm a little worried about it. Yeah, him. just hearing that, it was like, ah, this could... Because if he just gives up on everything and just says, fuck it. He's kind of spiraling because he's in this, you know, all these people are jumping on Carl's bandwagon. And I feel like part of me is offended. Like, get your own fucking content. When but someone... they are. They're they're really morphing content out of his show. And one of them is this uh, Steel Toe Morning Show, which is now a YouTube show. And Chad, they started pounding on Chad when Carl started pounding on <laughs> Everyone. And it's gotten really heavy because now Chad is after them and he is claiming he's going to fuck this guy's wife that hosts the show. And when someone like Chad pays attention to everything, that's kind of scary. Yeah, he's posting pictures of his ex-wife and their kids with the new husband, and just, it's weird. It's like... Stuttering John's always going to be, like, he's harmless to me. That's what I was saying to to Carl, but I I don't know. I I don't need for it to go that far. I don't know. I don't want to get in that beef. But I don't mind listening. (laughs) Anyway, the program is uh, presented by Hall Financial And uh, Jim hopefully told you all the important things going on there Yep, and rates are a lot better than than people think I talked to a lot of people today Oh, they said they raised the rates a half percent yesterday It's like, they did, but it didn't affect you and your mortgage So, Yeah, they went down the day before, the two days before or something yep. but Anyway, we'll be back Sunday And I hope this Lion Train keeps going Because like last Monday's show was 38th in the comedy category. I'm like, 38th? When have we ever been 38th? I want to say when Mike Clark died. Wow. That's that's cool. Yeah, and and I I would love to say that it must be something great I'm doing. But I, re- <laughs> I seriously believe it is Lions football that has like elevated people's radar to want to hear much more opinion and conversation. I bet, I bet 97.1 is having a killer fucking Yeah, book. you're right. Oh, my God. Because they talk about the Lions all day, and I remember hearing this when the Lions just sucked and going, how can they talk about this all the time? But now it's fun. I mean, it's interesting. It's like every little thing matters. And But guys I, like Valenti don't don't like it. They hate the Lions, no matter what. I think they're enjoying it, kind of. I don't know. Have you been listening to them lately? No, not at all. I can't listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> Should we need to return to the beginning of the show? <laughs> Maybe. All right, we'll pick up on that on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Everybody have a great weekend, and we will see ya. It's like you meet that hot chick at the bar, and for whatever reason she's into you. And you're like, man, this is easy. This is great. And then you go home.
and you start making out, and then you find out she has a penis. Yeah. 